7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on Monday. Thank you, regional wine lady. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain in a minute. Uh, of course, welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. Um, and yeah, that little clip is, uh, if any if anybody's familiar with uh, me, they know, and Susan, of course, they know that we love Amy Sedaris, and that's where this clip comes from. God damn it! As Jerry Blank <laughs> on Strangers with Candy. Uh, well, she has a newish show. It's been a, it's a, I think it's in its second season, maybe going on its third, called At Home with Amy Sedaris, where it's like a fake cr- crafting and cooking show, and it's really hilarious because every sh- every week has a different theme, and she plays all these different characters, and one of them is regional wi- wine lady, and every time before she leaves Amy's house, she sings her song. It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and there's a reason why I got that is because there's a character on there called Nutmeg, and I'll explain Nutmeg later. So, oh, I thought you were going to get laid, Kenny. <clears throat> well, yeah, you know, but uh, you know, it's the, okay, the, ni- the night's still young. The night's still mm-hmm. young. Uh, so, anyway, um, I'll definitely get drunk. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. Um, but anyway, yeah, welcome uh, to the show. Of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Uh, and don't you love it? Promises made, promises kept. Uh, Trump creates a swamp and, uh, and starts draining it and refilling it. <laughs> Good God. Promises this made, is... promises kept. What? What, he, what he's, promises he... made? What? He's creating a swamp and in, in like in draining it simultaneously. With he's it, not the White not, House I, flooded last I know. week. I'm making a joke about the high turnover oh. in his fucking cabinet. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I'm sorry. we're like at record numbers. I'm a little here. sensitive. No, it's a no. No promises made, no promises kept. I'm being sarcastic. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so welcome, Rain. And, uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Uh, welcome to the program, sir. Yes, here I am in Scranton. Scranton. <laughs> well. Scranton. <clears throat> I love people say Scranton. I live in Scranton. So. Scranton. Now, I, I don't think I'd have to go back and listen to the show, but I... I, I I thought at least thought to myself that 
uh, Alex Acosta would uh, the, the labor secretary would probably be gone in a couple weeks. Uh, but damn that that was fast. They they fast tracked yeah. uh, his departure from the White House because apparently um, <clears throat> Fat Donnie can't live with the embarrassment of of, of his legacy. Uh, and and that legacy is that of you know surrounding himself and protecting you know well himself as well you know sexual uh, predators. Um, I mean I, I I found this comment and I thought this was the best analysis of of what happened when we heard the announcement of uh, and I don't even remember who did this I because I I meant to copy their name but it's one of my friends over on Dis- discuss oh no it's a uh, uh, their name is uh, Truth Matters. That's what it is. So Truth Matters put, Trump clung to his loyal child rape enabler as long as he could because it was a key component as to why he handpicked Acosta to work side-by-side side with him in his cabinet. You know, providing Trump's close personal friend and child rapist, Jeffrey Epstein, with an illegal and secret sweetheart plea deal that allowed him to continue to rape children. The only reason why the only reason why Acosta is still Trump's right hand man in in the cabinet is because Trump's bestie Epstein. Oh, the only reason why Acosta is still not Trump's right hand man uh, in the cabinet is because Trump's bestie Epstein got caught raping children again. Yes. And I thought that that yes. was a pretty spot on anal- analysis. Um. <clears throat> Because this is just how deeply crooked and in, in criminal this whole fucking Trump cult experiment is. Can anybody explain to me, to you, Ken, to Joe, unless you guys have the answer, why Acosta was put in as labor secretary? And, and I think this is important. And shut up, Duke. Duke has the answer. Yeah, well, then he needs to start speaking English. I think I understand what he's saying. (laughs) Because I don't understand why he was put in as labor secretary, knowing that he was rolling back sex trafficking rules. Funny that. Now, excuse me, I'm having... It's an honest question. No, no, I, I, I I think we have some answers with the audio that we have. Um, and, and with how this is going, um, uh, and I, uh, this was the most bizarro resignation I think I've seen yet. Cause it was an operation Dumbo drop. It's like, you know, that's how fast they wanted to do it. They dragged him out onto the lawn by the helicopter for the resignation. Now I have a lot of, of, and I don't think I'm going to play it just cause it's uncut, Unless Rain, uh, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want me to play some of what Acosta said on on nine ten, defending his role in, uh, in giving Epstein a slap on the wrist? No, because that threw me into a really really dark place. Okay. Well, and I got out of that. Okay. Well, here's one small clip from that uh, from that same day where he said um, he asked. Uh, uh, he was asked if he still had the support of Trump and Mulvaney, and this is what he said. Eric Morath. How would you describe uh, your relationship with the president? Do you feel that the news of the cycle here with Epstein is changing that? Um, my relationship with the president's outstanding. Uh, he has, I think, very publicly um, made clear that that 
I've got his support. He spoke yesterday in the Oval Office. He and I have spoken. Um, let me add, I, uh, I keep reading about articles uh, about my relationship with me and Mr. Mulvaney. And uh, he called me this morning to say, if, if asked, that our relationship is excellent, too, and that any articles to the contrary are, in his words, BS. Um, and, uh, and so it's – I'm here. I'm defending this case. That's my job. <laughs> Were you going to say something else? No, no. And then he just pivoted and asked, "That's my. I'm defending this case. That's my job." Crickets. <laughs> oh, that's your job. Your job is to defend what you didn't do. Your job is to yeah. defend uh, letting Epstein serve one day out of w- w- one week. Uh, of his what Epstein got to spend 13 days out of jail six days a week no wait that's a hotel no 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 wait wait a minute wait he got to spend six days out of jail hours I'm sorry 13 13 hours hours a day out of jail this this whole thing upsets me very much so I'm sorry if I misspoke no that's okay he got to spend 13 hours a day on work release, yeah, six days a week for yeah. thirteen months. Yeah, that is not jail. That is a hotel. Yeah, from what I understood, uh, from what I read, he w- he only s- had to stay in in jail one day a week. Yeah, one day. Yes, one day a week. He had to stay in jail the entire day. The oh, the rest. Six, okay, the I see what you're saying. Six days a week, he was allowed to spend 13 hours more outside. Than, more than half the day. So he served, you know, uh, just about half of what his his sentence was. But I mean, really, if you're if you're just going to jail to sleep, you, you know, that's that's not jail. You're right. It's a hotel. Um, it's not jail. And when he said, you know, I'm here to defend this case, he hasn't had to defend that case for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's disgusting. It it's, is. It's evil. And from my understanding, the the biggest uh, part of this is the families and the victims were not informed. No, about, that's how come this, this whole thing finally came to light. Right, right. That's how that's... comes because Julie, d- the reporter from the Miami Herald, I think it was back in November. Mm-hmm. Wrote, you know, the Miami the Miami Herald published an entire article about how uh, none of the victims were told about the non prosecution agreement. Yeah, none of them. Well, and and we'll get to because we have some audio from Julie K. Brown, uh, and she's awesome, by the way. I mean, nobody in uh, I think Stephanie Roll said it. Nobody's reported on this more than she has. No, so, nobody has. So that's that's great. Um, and that's journalism, folks. Yes. So, um, pay for journalism. Pay for your local mm-hmm. paper. Pay for a national paper. Subscribe. Pay yeah. money. So, uh, this is so uh, again. You know, so today, two. What a difference two days makes, because you know he basically was saying, you know, oh no, I'm not going to resign. No, it's fine. Um. And then, all of a sudden, within two days, 
the resignation comes. And I think this came right before it, but Trump was was saying it was saying this uh, to reporters at, at the at the 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 spray or whatever that was outside of Operation Dumbo Drop. The, the, but um, this is uh, this is what he said about Epstein, and of course, Joe, we know what he said about Epstein in two thousand two. He loved the fucking guy. Uh, oh yeah, he was. He likes little girls just like, just like me. He likes yeah, little he, girls. He loved them like a flag. Yeah. Oh, he likes Joe. children. You know, I Trump. I like to hug flags. I Trump like to the, hug little girls. I like to hug my daughter Ivanka. Sure. Yeah, I, I like to flag. talk about my infant daughter's legs and breasts. Jesus Christ. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like to walk into dressing rooms of, uh, you know, Miss Teen USA uh, and stare at all the naked girls. Inspect my property. You know, because women aren't anything more than property um uh to trump and and all all conservatives really you know if they're if they're anti-choice then they think women are just objects to be controlled so um but uh yeah so here's trump all of a sudden oh i'm not a fan of epstein i'm not a fan i was not a fan of jeffrey epstein yes you you watched people yesterday saying that I threw him out of a club. I didn't want anything to do with him. That was many, many years ago. It shows you one thing, that I have good taste, okay? Now other people, they went all over with him. They went to his island. They went all over the place. He was very well known in Palm Beach. His island, whatever his island was, wherever it is, I was never there. Find out the people that went to the island. But Jeffrey Epstein was not somebody that I respected I threw nope. him out in fact I wow. think the great James Patterson who's a member of Mar-a-Lago made a statement yesterday that many years ago I threw him out I'm not a fan of Jeffrey Epstein but you were and I, I don't want I, it to can I, I don't, jump in here uh, yeah, James let me, Patterson actually wrote a book about Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. he wrote a book about you know, James Pat- James Patterson wrote a whole bunch of books about you know lawyers, and I I used to read his stuff back in like the eighties, but he actually wrote a nonfiction book about Epstein. It's really interesting that Trump brought his name up. Uh, yeah, I uh, this is I I don't know much about this guy, so um, it's fine if people don't. But I'm telling yeah. you, it's very interesting because James Patterson is not known for writing nonfiction books. Okay. Um. Well, the, the my big takeaway from that was Trump is saying, "Look at who's gone to the islands. Look at who's gone to his island. Why, mm-hmm. Donald? Because were there crimes committed there? Because the crimes committed were in his." properties in new york and in florida why don't we look in to see who went to parties there where the indictments stem from let's go Uh with that donald why do you want people to look at the island donald where you haven't been hmm are we are we sure um i think uh, you know what i think yes i think he has not been to the island and the, my reason behind that is he wouldn't say it if he'd been there. Yep. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. But there is something else that I think is important is that 
at a certain point when when this sex trafficking was happening, Donald Trump had his own private plane. I think he still does. I think he still yeah. does. And so there are a couple of stories out there that are saying there really wasn't many reasons why Donald Trump would go on Jeffrey Epstein's plane and vice versa. But there are documented pieces that said that Donald Trump did go to parties on Epstein's plane. Yeah, and there was a there, there was one party at one of his properties he went to where the only two guys there were him and Jeffrey Epstein and yep. 28 women or girls. The, the calendar girl party. Mhm. So this is that I think is really important because why is Trump all of a sudden talking about let's see who's been to his island? No, that's not where the charges come from. Now are you is he obstructing justice here by saying that he knows of something that happened on the island because it sure seems like you know he he i mean is that could that be would that fall under obstruction of justice i don't know i i think it's it's kind of a red herring saying look over there yeah ignore yeah, what's happening right here yeah pay no attention epstein, yeah epstein was arrested in new york city and he got away with his shit in Florida. Yeah. Joe, why don't you uh, jump in here? This whole thing makes me disgusted. What a bunch of sleazebags we have in Washington. I mean, this has really, yeah. really gotten under my skin. You know, how sleazy does this have to get for, for, for him? His, his fucking toothless base to catch on that, you know, they have daughters and mothers and sisters and little girls and and they like this stuff this yes. is pseudo christian i mean this is disgusting it's disgusting in so many ways so yeah. many ways no wait it's till you disgusting get disgusting that yeah. we have to listen huh i was we just going to say we have to put up with well, yeah wait till we hear from kamala harris later but go ahead it's trafficking children children it's tra- for it's, sex it's it's man who's our president who has 19 accusers his of his own he's an admitted sexual predator himself mm-hmm. he too was accused of raping a 15 or 14 year old girl 13 i heard but yeah who didn't didn't come forward only because her life was threatened yeah okay and i that was tied certainly to believe that he put, took part in epstein's little schemes mm-hmm. i believe and that's he's a Joe. fucking liar and why yeah. are we putting up with this this pile of crap that's bu- bu- bubbling in the White House? The, the Kellyanne Conways of the world and the Sebastian Gork is like this is a goddamn freak show. Yeah, they well, should be. And, and they should be in prison. The the right. the go to thing for a lot of conservatives out there too is they're like, oh well, Bill Clinton wrote on the Lolita Express. He wrote on yeah. the Lolita, and, and it's like, okay, all right, here's the deal. Have there ha, has there ever been an accusation of uh, of of child uh, rape or molestation? Has Bill Clinton ever been charged with that? And was Jeffrey Epstein named in that? Because I haven't heard of that lawsuit. Here's the thing. Can I can I jump in here? Yeah, quick? yeah. There's go. so many there's so many things that I I know that we're going to address with what Joe just said throughout the night. But the thing with Bill Clinton. I have to be honest with you. I have heard 
shit about Jeffrey Epstein for years. And I have I read many, many like online comments from good people, not trolls, not you know jerks. Yeah. Where they were really afraid that this Epstein story would come to the surface. And it was one of those things where on the on the left, quite honestly, on the left, they didn't want this to come to the surface because Bill Clinton might be implicated. And yeah. I am literally at the point where, you know, I don't care. Yeah, string them up. Just like all I the others. I don't either. You know, I personally don't, I don't. I don't believe that Bill Clinton would be that stupid, yeah. but if he was that <clears throat> stupid, string him up. Yeah, yep. Bill Clinton is no, no demigod to me. I mean, I do not, you know, kneel at his altar. I think yeah. he was a decent president and the economy ran pretty smooth, but, you know, I was just as pissed off as everybody else when I found out about, you know, Monica Lewinsky and everything, and, you know... She was of legal age. She was, she was, but I just, you know, I felt a little betrayed that, you know, uh, he wouldn't, you know, stand by his wife. Um, I, you know, that I mean... I'm, I'm fine with that. So, so, but the thing is, is that I really do believe that there is, a, there, there might be a chance that a lot of this didn't finally come to the surface because there were people protecting for what reasons, and I'm sorry if I sound like a conspiracy theorist, there were people who were trying to protect our Democrats who might have had contact with Jeffrey Epstein, because here's the thing, Jeffrey Epstein is a huge Democratic donor. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, that's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah, but you don't but see any quotes. The bottom line of, is yeah. that he raped children. Yeah, doesn't matter who who he donated to. But and, and another thing too is, I don't. I, I've never seen a quote from any um, any Democrat, uh, unless you want to say Trump was a Democrat back in two thousand two. I don't know if he was or not. I mean, I don't think he was. Um, but you know, when when he said, you know, oh, he loves he, he loves little girls just like I do. He's great. He's really matter. fun to party with. You know, there's no qu matter. quotes if, like if that you, from any you, prominent Democrat if, that I've seen. Yeah, if you if you groom, and here's the thing, this is worse to me. This this whole entire situation, I I am so disgusted. The same way Joe is, I I am so completely disgusted because he groomed young children. He groomed mm -hmm. children. He enlisted adult to, women to help him too. And, and but he groomed these children to recruit other children. Yeah. And and from everything that I'm reading and hearing, he it, it, this is a this is it's not just it's not just having sex with children. It's sex trafficking. It was organized. Yeah. There were people behind it. There were people who he employed. Yeah, this there were is there awful. were people that were paying him money to participate there were people who he paid money to participate yeah epstein had employees yeah absolutely and, and, still and does, there there were other he, still does. He, he was getting other people involved because he was starting his modeling agency you know the one that he the said cover. he wanted to he wanted to model after trump's modeling agency mm -hmm. so uh but uh all right so let me um 
So I'm with Joe. I'm disgusted. Oh, I am I too. Mean, I, I, I think we're all disgusted. I, you know, I'm I'm with I, you guys I too. I threw up at a certain point. I'm just the I, I I'm at the point where it's like I'm the guy who has to record all the audio and hear it like three times. So I'm just huh. a little more callous. That's all. <laughs> you know. Um, but, uh, well, uh, let me see. Um, I, I forget how long the resignation part is cause that was, that was so awkward. That was so creepy. Yeah. It's kind of long. I'm going to have to save that for after the break, but, um, anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, go to the break a little bit early. Uh, so we can kind of, uh, have t- a little bit more time to play some of this longer audio. So, uh, but yes, I think everybody is outraged. Everybody is disgusted. I, I, and fuck you, anybody who voted for Trump, who who knew he was a sexual predator, you knew he was a racist, you knew that he he you know committed multiple you know cases of infidelity uh, on his wives, you know all mm-hmm. the things that you were clutching your pearls and you know tearing your clothing asunder over over Bill Clinton because you're the party of family values and you want to project your values onto everybody else. But now, nah, well, he was on the TV and said some yeah. stuff. He said some mean shit to, to Rosie O'Donnell, and I love him. Fuck off for all time we endorse pedophilia to own the libs yeah yeah that well said that's pretty much uh that's pretty much it that is pretty much it and i think we have a song from macaroni (laughs) that we'll play on this break and when we come back we'll get back into this audio um i I promise there there will be something mildly funny related to sebastian gorka at the end of the show Old Gorky Pig got prank called the other day. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> it, oh, hello, Rafa. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break like we mean it. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line 
what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you, we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly. 
Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worse, it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hello. Hi there. Hi. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. So. So, Epstein is even more disgusting than we thought. Uh, when the show when the show started, a story from Waypo broke. And here's the headline. Epstein paid suspected co-conspirators, which prosecutors suggest may have been to influence them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, I mean, this is this is a it's it's a huge thing. I mean, it. I, I'm and I'm. We know that this was a huge racket. This was not just j- one guy. This no, was an organization. This was a criminal organization. Yes. Yes. And that headline they this brought in. I'm reading right now says that this is not just one guy. This is organized no. criminal. Sex trafficking. Yes. And so, Donald, we're not going to look at the island. We're going to look at where we knew this happened, where the prosecutors are saying it happened. And uh, for your own pathetic ass, you better hope that you weren't involved. But I have a feeling you probably were. Because you're telling everybody to look at the island. Look at the island. There's well, big Ken water. There's Joe, big water between here and me the a island. Question? Why, why back in the day, and I can't remember when his, uh, you know, his little, his quote, little black book was leaked by an employee, and I think this was years ago. Why did Jeffrey Epstein have 16-year-old Ivanka Trump's phone number? I, I, I don't even want to say, but I think the, the, um, uh, well, maybe she was, she was helping. Maybe she was helping. You know, let's let's okay. go. Yeah. Let, let's, let's go. go the, let's go. The you know, or, or or you know, she she was helping recruit. Um. You know, who knows? Who knows? Or or it's it's a fair question, and it is documented. I'm not just throwing that out there like conspiracy. Or Donald right. groomed her and said, "You should see. You could you know check out my daughter, Jeffy." That's you know what I'm kind of wondering. I mean, God knows. It's disgusting. So anyway, let's get to uh, Alex Acosta's re- resignation Resignation outside of Operation Dumbo Drop. It's a long clip. I'll try and pause it uh, about halfway through. I think he was a great labor secretary, not a good labor secretary. He's done a fantastic job. He's a friend of everybody in the administration. And I got a call this morning early from Alex. And I think he did a very good job yesterday. Under a lot of pressure, he did a fantastic job. And he explained it. And he made a deal that people were happy with, and then 12 years later, they're not happy with it. You'll have to figure all of that out. But the fact is, he has been a fantastic Secretary of Labor. And Alex called me this morning, and he wanted to see me. And I I actually said, well, 
We have the press right out here, so perhaps you just want to say it to the press. Uh, but I just want to let you know, this was him, not me, because I'm with him. He was a, he's a tremendous talent. He's a Hispanic man. He went to Harvard, a great student. And in so many ways, I just hate what he's saying now, because we're going to miss him. But please, Alex. Thank you, Mr. President. Over the last week, I've seen a lot of coverage of the Department of Labor. And what I have not seen is the incredible job creation that we've seen in this economy. More than 5 million jobs. I haven't seen that workplace the injuries are down, bucking a three-year trend. Workplace fatalities are down, bucking a three-year trend. That we had the safest year ever in mining, the lowest number of fatalities ever in mining. I have... He's taking credit for low fatalities in coal mines. How does how does that's that's new? That's well, new. that's because a lot of coal mines have closed down. Uh, I, it's just nonsense. I mean, I mean the things he's taking credit here for that ain't you, buddy. Seen coverage of this case that is over twelve years old that has input and vetting at multiple levels of the Department of Justice, and as I look forward. I do not think it is right and fair for this administration's Labor Department to have Epstein as the focus rather than the incredible economy that we have today. And so I called the president this morning. I told him that I thought the right thing was to step aside. You know, cabinet positions are temporary trust. It would be selfish for me to stay in this position and continue talking about a case that's 12 years old rather than about the amazing economy we have right now. And so I submitted my resignation to the president, effective seven days from today, effective one week from today, earlier this morning. There is no need at all, as far as I'm concerned. I would have, I watched Alex yesterday. I thought Alex did a great Mm -hmm. job. And you know, you can always second guess people and you could say it should have been tougher. They do it with me all the time. I make a great deal with anybody. And then oh they God. say, like the Democrats, oh, it could have been better. I got $1.2 billion settlement fine from a company, from uh, ZTE. And the next day, and everybody couldn't believe it. The next day, the Democrats said, oh, you should have gotten Shut more. Up. So you can always be second guessed. That's what people do. I just want to tell you, uh, this is a person that I've gotten to know. There hasn't been an ounce of controversy oh at the Department of Labor until this came up. And he's doing this not for himself. He's doing this for the administration. And Alex, oh. I think you'll agree. I said, you don't have to do this. He doesn't have to do this. Bullshit. I do. And we have, we have, as everybody knows, we have Pat Pazella who right now is a deputy, and he'll be acting for a period of time. I think you know Pat. He's a good man, highly recommended by Alex. Uh, but Pat is uh, going to be acting, and we've already informed him. Why did you have a calling out with Jeffrey Epstein? And he ban him from the Yes, and I did have a falling out a long time ago. Uh, the reason doesn't make any difference, frankly, but I haven't spoken yes, to him in probably yes, 15 does. years or more. Uh, I wasn't a no. big fan of Jeffrey Epstein, that I can tell you. Liar. And Liar. now, if you look, the remnants hurt this man, and I hate to see it happen. 
I will say this, and I say it again and I say it loud and clear. Alex Acosta was a great Secretary of Labor. What he's done with plans, and you see the plans coming one after another. Oh. You're just about done with the 401k, and That's that right. happened. Things that nobody would even think of. So it's very um. sad, but at the same time, he wants to focus to be on accomplishments, not on what you're talking about. What does that mean? No, nothing. It means nothing. Um. And I, I want to say I, this, that there are so many acting cabinet officials right now that they might need to join SAG-AFTRA at some point, the administration. Yes. I think I think there's only two, Rick Perry and um, Ben Carson. Oh, and Betsy DeVos. Oh, she's not letting that go. She's gonna, she is going to privatize education every which way she can. You know what I'm really... I, 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 I've been very upset about this, like you and Joe have really upset about this. As somebody who has been the victim of, of sexual assault, <laughs> the fact that Trump has not once, not once, said anything about the victims of Epstein right. tells me everything you need to know about this disgusting excuse. Right. Right. For a carbon-formed life form. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not, not go too far. <laughs> well, but not once, not once. He, he said he was a great guy. He was a I mean, great he says, guy. Oh, I don't he... like. I don't like Epstein. I had a falling out with him. He never. What he could have, if he had any, any empathy. He said he, he was. Said, I had a falling out with him. He abused women. He. He didn't. He didn't. He said he was a great guy because he was banging kids. That's pretty much what he said. Go ahead, he liked them on the younger side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, much like yeah, I young, do. Yeah, the younger side of fifteen. Trump mm-hmm. doesn't care about victims ever. No. Period. No, he well, never talks talks about victims, unless it was before the 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 third debate. Yep. In twenty sixteen, when he brought. Oh, all the victims he felt so hard. All the victims of Clinton. Thank you, Joe. Well, I'll tell you what. I encourage. I I encourage whoever our our nominee is to do the same fucking thing with actual real accusers and, you know, get get Stormy Daniels there. Get the, the, uh, what was Karen, um, I forget the, uh, McDougal. McDougal, yeah. McDougal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get get yeah, them there. Our candidates are too classy for that. Um. You know I, what? Yeah. I will say this. I will say this. You know what I would like? Whoever our candidate is, instead of bringing them to the debate, have a town hall with all of Trump's victims. CNN and MSNBC will eat that shit up. Sure. Sure. Or you know, hey. Stormy Daniels, you still want to do something uh, effective? Why don't you? You know, she's not claiming to be a victim. Why don't you? You know, help the the victims. Use your platform. Um, you yeah. know, uh, keep your name out there and and you know help these young women who have been you know uh, you know abused by Epstein, abused by Trump. Um, you know. I mean, we're not even talking about this week. After Epstein was arrested and thrown in jail, 
we are not even talking about the fact that another victim came forward who wasn't even a part of any of the arrests in Florida or New York. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so there's a lot of shoes they're going to drop here. <sighs> I'm glad that the FBI. I mean, you know, the FBI gave that press conference, put out that number, and mm-hmm. people are coming forward. Yeah. Did you want to say something else, Joe? No, no. I mean, okay. I mean, Rain is right. I mean, and we discussed this in the production chat today. You know. Every every time Trump talks, he, he uh, again he always misses the victim, and he always makes the perpetrator the victim. He did that on. And as I said, yeah, he did that when mm-hmm. when I when I ran that clip on Tuesday. You know, right? He he, he he felt horrible for Acosta. Didn't mention right any of the women. Right. Go ahead. Right, and 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 that's where that's where he's going now. You know, it's, this is going to be that Acosta was just the victim, just like just like Michael Flynn. He was just the victim of a of a rabid media who just wants blood because they're associated with Trump, the poor guy. And we're going to miss all the point about the sweetheart deal he gave to a pedophile. Mm-hmm. There was a time, and Acosta knew he was a pedophile. Right, and. And and then his 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 answer that what pedophilia back in two thousand yeah he said it was is, twelve years old was different it was no. uh, people looked at pedophilia different ten years ago it was you know it wasn't frowned upon as much you know yes, you could rape was. children in two thousand five oh you God. know now things have changed and our attitudes have changed toward children yeah he tried, are you he tried nuts? To, to say the me too movement changed things yeah That's well the me too true. movement had nothing no. to do with children the me too and, movement and had nothing to do with the raping 19, children the nineteen late nineteen seventies and all throughout the eighties there was a hyper awareness about child abuse about child sexual abuse it was yes. everywhere. You know, I mean, it was something that wasn't, you know... Yeah, there was... Before that was like, never take candy from strangers. You know, never take rides from somebody you don't know. You That's know? a good point. You know, there was stuff like that, but it wasn't... It was It was before the... And, and, and I know it's it's kind of a, the, the butt of a joke, but, you know, show, show us on the doll. It's before that. Before people started to talk about what was happening. Show us on the doll where this person hurt you, which you have to do with little little kids. You know, I mean, they can't. They're not going to say exactly. You know, they don't have all the the adult terminology to explain things. But yeah, there. This has been an ongoing building movement in, from the twenty. You know, late twentieth century to now. Yes. So no, ten years ago, twelve years ago, it was really no fucking different than it is now. No. Well, when when Trump said this is. And Trump said this, and he echoed something that Acosta said. This was 12 years ago. And the thing that made me sick when I heard Acosta say this at his press conference the other day, I I felt like that motherfucker said this was 12 years ago. Things are different. And all I could think of was some of those victims were probably 12 years old. Yeah. You know, it, which means it, well, that they're twenty-four now. It's it's yeah. They're it, young it, adults. They're not. They're really uh-huh. young adults. 
Yeah. And I didn't know... They're my niece's age. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing at 24. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I was just starting to figure it out, but um, I didn't have that kind of sustained damage going on to me, you know? Um, but... Um, uh, Can I, I ask you guys something? And this isn't specifically to you two, but there is something that's been swirling around in my head the past couple of, uh, probably the past week or so. Um, is is there a segment of society where men think it's okay to touch girls who are prepubescent who have boobs? And, and I know this is graphic. I know this is really graphic, but I have a, I have a deep concern that this is a, a much, much bigger problem. To my knowledge, there is no... The, the, I've never, ever, ever... The most disturbing thing I, I, I've ever heard anybody say is they've compared their girlfriend to a child and being turned on by it. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up, dude. Um, you know, uh, because she was I mean, really super petite. I've, But I've never, ever, ever been around anybody or, you know had a conversation with anybody that has been like yeah they're like oh my god i just really really want to have sex with kids never happened this is that now the, here's here's the thing and if, because uh, because i think a lot of this now there is probably a lot more of this because now you're seeing all these people being being busted for child pornography the deep web the dark web is is rife with this stuff from what everybody says uh, that's where they're catching people a lot now. But before, with Epstein and Trump and maybe Clinton, they were using their wealth to mask their indecency and their their depravities. So, so now, uh, you know what could be hidden in like some kind of you know secret elitist cabal. Uh, I guess is. You know, and there's always been like the lone wolf. You know, the you know John Wayne Gacy's who you know rape and murder boys, and you know all the other I don't know all the other ser serial killers' names. I'm not you know, sorry, <laughs> uh, but you know the, there's you know there's always the the you know the lone actors out there who who do this. Um, but no, I don't think you know there is no above the surface attitude or conversation I've ever been involved in where somebody's like, yeah, kids, you know? It just doesn't exist. In, Do you think in, that maybe maybe there's a certain sector of powerful men who don't view them as kids and view them as something to cull? Uh, yeah, well, I, 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 I think it's... I know this is really dark, there, what I'm asking, uh, I, but I'm I, quite serious. I... I it, I think there are some guys who probably look at teenagers and children as prey, um, you know, it, or there's some who some guys who who can't stand the idea of being with a woman who is like a peer or, or older uh, or at least of legal age because they're 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 sexually infantilizing themselves, you know. I think they're they're not they never sexually matured to the point you know it's like they still think they're they're in their brain 
they deserve to have sex with this person because that's how they feel. I don't know. That's that's how old they feel. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming that there's you know th- those are probably the two most. I, I don't. Again, it, it's like you know, know trying to put your question, trying to put your right? head trying to put your mind in 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 that is it's dark. It, it, you know, it, and and that's why. Nobody ever will come to you, you know, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, yeah, you'll see sexual harassment, like, everywhere, from just a man to a woman or something like that. But I did, I actually was reading some comments on Twitter today from mothers in in response to the Kamala Harris audio that we have. And I really got to get to this Stephanie Rule clip here uh, before we get too off topic. And I think this conversation will carry on more with the, the Harris stuff. But there, this woman was commenting. She's like, "Yeah, my my ten year old daughter is she's pretty much fully developed, and adult men are staring at her at the pool." And she's like, "I think I'm gonna have to crack some skulls before the end of summer." You know, so I, I think there is this lack of concern, and it's not necessarily like a dialogue that men have with one another. But I think that there are guys who are just like sexualizing anything with any any woman with curves and that's the thing these children aren't women they're children they're children and so the the <sighs> some of them have never even had their periods yeah so I, I, I'm sorry if I'm grossing people out listening to this show, but well, this is reality. It, it, you know, I mean, I and don't this know. This is also nature, and grown men shouldn't be doing this to children. No. Okay. And this is, you know, this is, you know, this is insane. It's insane. It's it's trying to get inside, you know, and I, I've I've done this before with, you know, it's like I I don't mind trying to like figure out why somebody does something. But to me, this makes the least sense of just about anything outside of, like, you know, serial killing and, 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 you know, I mean, rape and child molestation. I don't understand how that could make someone feel good. I mean, I feel guilty if, you know, uh, I mean, if I, if I, you know, uh, I feel horrible, like, if I accidentally bump into a woman's chest or something like that, you know, I feel like a fucking dirtbag, you know? And, and it's, you know, I mean, but it happens from time to time, you know? I mean, you're... Accidents you, oh, happen. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, you know, oh my God, so sorry. You know, and I'm just like, oh God, you know, and I just feel mortified. But, you know, so it's like, so I don't understand. And it's like, with kids, I mean, I've said this before. I mean, I could never be attracted to a child because they're kind of gross and dirty, you know? <laughs> I mean... It, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is, there's nothing, you know, like I said, kids kind of smell like poop and milk, and I'm not attracted to that. I'm um, starting to wonder if this really is about power and money. I really am in a, in a really strange... It, I think that there are psychopaths, sociopaths, whatever you want to call them out there. They get money, and they're like, guess what? I can do whatever I want. Even if I don't even want to do it, I'm just going to do it, just to say that I've done it. So I can yeah. brag my friends and then say, hey, guess what I got away with? And what I'm still getting away with. You want to get away with it with me? Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Absolute so power. Absolute power. You know, you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, and I think. That, Go ahead. I think you're. We're also overlooking the 
the primitive mind of a predator. Yeah. Yeah. What What do predators in 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 the wild do? They hunt down the weak. Yeah. They hunt down the ones that can't defend themselves, the ones, and yes. and that's what and and he is in his lizard mind, and these people are predators. See. And predators prey on the weak, the babies, the nest, the ones that lag behind. They're the ones they prey on. Can I can I ask you something though, Joe? Mm-hmm. Do, do you? Because I've thought about this too, exactly what you said, and I, I keep going back to this idea that there are so many, there are a lot of poor people who get arrested. Poor people who get arrested for abusing, you know, their their stepchild, their child, they get arrested. How come rich men don't? And and this is this is where I'm I'm really kind of at a a, a really deep philosophical try. I'm trying to figure this out. Why rich men don't get arrested? Yeah, yeah. Who do this? Well, they do the very same things that you know, well, Bubba well, Joe from Yahoo. Because they have money. Oklahoma. Yeah, not, now you're into the broader, the broader injustice in our in our criminal justice system. Why why are the majority of people in in, in prisons? For drug charges, simple possession, black. They have no money. They, they don't. They don't have the money like the rich people do. And and I'm sorry, exactly. we can't. We don't. We don't have time to, to go into full detail on this because it is break time I, again. Yeah, so I know. It's I'll try and again. get to this the audio. The thoughts that I've been going through. Yeah, I know. It's not. There's no easy answers. There's no easy answers for it. You know, because it's all so ugly, and, and you have to go to a dark place to try and answer questions like that. And you know, it's it's. You know, I mean, but for why don't rich men go to jail? It's simple. They have money. That's it. End of story. Yeah, but you know? here's the other quick thing. Why do rich men get away with holding, you know, international drug trafficking syndicates? Because they have money. I'm looking at and I'm they have power. Fucking Jeffrey Epstein. They have money and, and they how have power. Come he's been allowed to get away with it because they buy Acosta. people off. They they buy because yeah. of Costa. They pay people off. They have other friends in powerful places. You know, I mean, up until a couple days ago. Uh, Donald Trump was one of uh, Epstein's near and dear friends until Trump lied and said he wasn't. So anyway, uh, we got to go to the break. um, And when we come back, we'll have more of this stuff. And Bobber, we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with 
swirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. I am back. And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Hello. Hi. And uh, Sorry to bring the whole show down. Well, I'm just uh, asking uh, questions of everybody. All right. Well, you gotta give me a little bit more time to play some of this audio because uh, uh, I got some of it for you. So you know, and, and it Thank will spark you, it will spark some slightly uh, more positive uh, angles to this, I believe. Um, and of course, uh, last but certainly not least, Der Braumeister. It's Bobber, the one and only from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Hello, Bob. There you go. <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Well, here, let me play Happy the uh, let me let me play play the Friday song from the Regional Wine Lady. It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on Monday. There you go. So, all right. Are, that's, that's, you, that's aspirations I can I yeah, can, uh, appreciate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know, those are achievable goals. <laughs> uh, unless you're a Republican. Then you'll get somebody drunk. Um, so, uh, uh, but well, you know, only if they're old enough to drink. <laughs> well, what you mean, like um, old enough I meant, to like? I mean, if, if you're a Republican and, and your date is old enough to drink. No, no, they'll oh, get. Well, they'll, if you're a Republican and your date is old enough to drink, she's twelve. Well, no, I, I think once you know they're off the sippy cup is fair game for them, right? <laughs> so, or you could, you know, you could put a little moonshine in the sippy cup. I'm sure they do that that kind of Mississippi. Um, so, well, sorry, they Mississippi. That, they did in Alabama. Just ask, ask Roy Moore. Hey, just ask me, Roy Moore. Hi, I'm Roy Moore. I'll, I'll quote Rain with the uh, the line. Uh, uh, but uh, the the line from Rain, but in the voice of Roy Moore, uh, defending pedophilia to own the libtards. <laughs> <laughs> own the libtards. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> what was it? Come on, oh, go on, come on, Sassafras. What was this horse's name? <laughs> I think it was Sassafras. It was Sassafras. No, it wasn't. It was. It was something else. No, it started with an S. Was it Susie? Sassy? Maybe it was Sassy. I don't know. Sassy. Might have been and sassy. It was a beautiful horse, but yeah, it did not he like him. That little horse too. It did not like him. So anyway, let's go ahead and get back to some of the some of the audio here. I, I want to get to um, some reasonable voices and um, the the woman behind the the largesse of the investigation or the investigative journalism into um, Epstein and what Acosta did uh, to help get him off the hook. Uh, and get him the slap on the wrist. Well, Stephanie Rule had Julie K. Brown on to talk about that. And uh, this is a fascinating bit of audio. So here we go. Julie K. Brown of the Miami Herald, I believe we now have on the phone. Julie, can you hear me? Yes, I can. The news of Secretary Acosta stepping down, your reaction? Well, you know, it, it, it 
I, I'm surprised it happened this fast, but you know that press conference that he gave the other day uh, didn't do him any good, you know, much help. He um, and practically everything that he said at that conference uh, was either inaccurate or you know twisted in some way to benefit no him shit. to make him look good. And, and it, in reality, there's nothing here that makes him look good. I mean, he dropped the ball on this case, and uh, we had been preparing to do a fact check story for tomorrow's paper that would essentially use documents to show that everything he said was not true. Wow. What was the clearest, the biggest inaccuracy from Acosta's press conference two days ago? Well, I think his point, uh, blame he, he was blaming the state prosecutor. Uh, you know, the state prosecutor dropped the ball on this case, too, but that doesn't absolve Mr. Acosta of his role. I mean, he is a federal prosecutor, and the reason why uh, the police chief, Michael Ritter, went to uh, the U.S. prosecutor and the FBI was because he saw that the state prosecutor wasn't going to do his job. So it fell into the hands of Mr. Acosta to do the right thing, and by blaming the, the, the lower person on the uh, law enforcement chain, I think, was um, pretty, um, it didn't look, look good. No one has done more reporting on this than you. Obviously, this week, I know you've already spoken to victims who've come out. Given all that's happened in the last few days, and especially right now, do you think we'll be hearing from more victims, some we haven't yet heard from? Yeah, I think definitely. And and I know for a fact that there's journalists all over the world covering this story now. Uh, he had been recruiting in other countries. Um, so I'm sure that there there's going to be more information coming out, not only about his operation, but, you know, remember there were a lot of employees and other people, big people, who... If they weren't involved in the operation, they knew about the operation. And, um, you know, it's time for them also to come clean on this. I know some of them were forced to sign uh, non-disclosure agreements, uh, but it's time that, that they step up. Recruiting women from other countries. And let me just remind the audience, two days ago in that press conference, Alexander Acosta said, it's 10 years later, we view things differently now. Yeah. Not so much. Not so much. I got to tell you, I don't know if it was Allie from other countries. Yeah, I don't know if it was Allie Velshi or who the hell it was, but goddamn, somebody was being noisy in that clip, writing and coughing and grunting. But uh, anyway, <laughs> wasn't I, me. I, I know it wasn't. It was. It, I, I heard the clip before. It was. It was somebody on the set. So, um, but no, uh, no but that that was huge breaking news to me. To me, it was because this was sure. all happening at around the time when pretty much. Every news outlet was covering Acosta, you know, resigned. She came out and said, there are women who were recruited for from other countries. Yeah. And, and, and she said it in a way where she's expecting other journalists to uncover it. But she said it as though she knew this was a fact. And there was a whole bunch of things she said in that interview where she's like, yep. A lot of people that need to come forward. She has, she has receipts. Absolutely, we heard a clip from her last week uh, or last Tuesday, talking about how the documents and things that she's seen. You know, and you know, uh, I wonder, did Trump's? But wh wh where is it that Melania's from again? What country is she from? Um, Slovenia. 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 Uh, Pottsylvania, um, yeah, Slovenia. 
So uh, you know, uh, I wonder when when did when did Trump and Melania meet? How long ago was that? When she was twelve. At, you know what? We should we should ask Jeffrey Epstein because evidently mm. they introduced uh, mm-hmm. them. Yeah, evidently and, Epstein introduced them. And yeah, she what was old she was when they, they were introduced. In her twenties, she was she was in her twenties. Because um, I can tell you that because she's a, just a little bit older than me, and I know that. Um, let me see. Let's see when they got married. So she was already. I think it was two thousand. Up so. Two thousand four. I'm not sure. Have old, they been married that long? Yeah, they've been married a while. Oh. Yeah, I think she had had uh what's his name uh in 2000 baron and five baron is he's he's like okay. 12 or 13 now isn't he so she okay he married he married melanie when she was just a little more than 30 uh, uh approaching the the expiration date for no him. she was approaching the first well i mean uplift date he wouldn't be the last woman he had sex with, Joe. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, ask Stormy, who reminded him of who? Ivanka. Ivanka. Yeah. Yay! Do I win? Yeah, you um, all win the. Yes. You you win some throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you get to throw up in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I win the dirty toilet award. Uh-huh. <laughs> the dirty Sanchez goes to no. <laughs> I think it's a figurine of somebody kneeling it at a toilet with their yeah. head in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With yeah, no will know, to live. Just, I want to make this. I want to say this. I'm going to say this really quick because I know we have a lot to cover tonight. We have covered the whole Russian thing for so many years on this show. What if? What if? It's it's the freaking sex tra- you know sex trafficking thing. Well, I, I wouldn't that be surprised the Trump Tower if the Trump Tower thing wasn't directly connected. The Trump Tower Moscow wasn't directly connected to that. And you know, in another interesting little tidbit, you know, it's kind of tangential, but noted uh, uh, child rapist uh, R. Kelly. Uh, lives it oh, currently yeah. lives and has been living since January of this year in Trump Tower, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody has said no. You gotta go. <laughs> well, you, you know, he's. I, I'm guessing that's probably a good place to find underage girls, right? Oh uh, well, you know, I, I it fits the mo of what we're seeing here. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, this is some. This is all so disgusting. Yeah, Trump and the only reason way we, too many yeah. pedophiles. He knows way too many people who have who have uh, you know abused <clears throat> children. Way too many people. The only reason we know about Stormy Daniels is because he didn't care because it was legal. He didn't care enough. He had his lawyer trying to cover up, try to cover that up, you know, obviously Cohen. Um, and, uh, you know, and it was criminal. And I still want to see the campaign finance violations. Uh, uh, I want to see, uh, what, what, what's that? Um, 
oh god what it's not person of interest what would they call trump uh something number one what was it uh, individual one individual one yeah i want to see individual one finally uh uh charged with something and all of that um but there we know about him having you know i mean to me i don't think trump has a type i think he just wants to you know fuck anybody he thinks he can and get away with in whatever way epstein to me seems like you know uh he's just straight up just wants to have sex with kids yep I mean, uh, but Trump just wants to control and manhandle and abuse any and all women that he's attracted to. Uh, and that's a lot. And for him to, you know, for shits and giggles, I, I could see him, you know, trying, you know, you know, saying, yeah, let, let's 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 uh, let's try the young stuff a few times. See what that's like. I, I'm rich. I can get away with it. You yeah, seem to cover your thing. tracks pretty uh, well. Yeah, and back then nobody, you know, was paying much attention to that sort of thing because he wasn't president. That's true. True. That's true. However, well, back in the '90s, I lived in New York, and I felt like he is really a scumbucket. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: going back to something that I brought up earlier, the the, the Epstein article that came out in Waypo this morning. Um, here here's a paragraph. And I, I think this is going to go directly to what you just mentioned, Ken. A paragraph in that article said, Prosecutors wrote that they had obtained financial records showing that in November 2018, two days after the Herald reported on a favorable plea agreement Epstein received years prior, Epstein wired $100,000 to someone identified as a possible co-conspirator in the case. Three days Three days after that, he wired $250,000 to another person identified as a possible co-conspirator. So, I, I, here's what I'm thinking. I think that you're right. Trump will, he will, he will take sex, and I say take sex specifically, yes. from any woman he can. Which, to me, is rape. To me, yeah. that's rape. Mm-hmm. Um, if this article is correct, Epstein is blackmailing people. Sure, and, and we've heard this from other sources too that there is a really good chance that he's blackmailing people. What if going back to the whole thing when I was saying we thought it was all about Russia? What if it's all about Epstein blackmailing all of these motherfuckers, including Lindsey Graham? Maybe well, Lindsey Graham. I guess that'd be little boys instead of little girls. But. Well, I don't think that's. I, I know this sounds crazy, and you know. Bob can back me up on this. There are times when we sit around the dinner table and I sound, I tell him, I said, I sound like a conspiracy theorist. But something has to make sense. Because this is all so out of the norm. Hey, if Reynolds wrap was meant just for potatoes, (laughs) it would be sold with potatoes. (laughs) Would you guys agree that this is all so out of the norm? It it is. And I don't think, you know, here's the thing. What happens on the right with conspiracy theories? They dig basements in their mind that don't exist. Yeah, but and we have an actual pedophile. We have an actual we have sex trafficking. We have a pattern thing. of behavior and connections. Uh, you know, like a like a million armed. Uh, you know, um, I can't say octopus because it, then it wouldn't be called an octopus. Um, <laughs> a millipus. <laughs> Tentacles. Tentacles. Um, 
<laughs> that and prone. But no, like well, it's, it's like you know, it's it's the you know all the segments of a millipede with disease and criminality and deception and and lies and you know everybody everybody on the on the right always wanted to talk about oh here look at this secret ceremony we we taped from um oh what was that oh the bohemian thing that um alex jones like bohemian grove bohemian grove yeah it's like you know that's like a goofy stupid weird kind of creepy retreat for rich people sure that's fine they do stuff that looks mildly satanic whatever never heard of a bunch of kids getting raped there you know um yeah yeah okay the guy who owns comet pizza no 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 what's the the there, there's you know uh, uh podesta podesta and the guy who owns owns comet pizza they they cr- collect kind of creepy artwork okay you know so so these things are just things that's all they are it isn't a series of things that are all connected you know, it's like a Trump cultist comes out and says, I know a thing, I'm going to talk about a thing, and that thing is this, and then also aliens. You know? I mean, <laughs> I'm it, not trying to it's say just the a things leap. that I'm suggesting are true at all. I'm just putting them out there. As no. Like, these are things that I'm questioning. I'm saying there's a I'm difference between... There's a difference between saying that yes you know uh the the you know oh my god i watched that video of anderson cooper and it flickered and he's a lizard person and that ties directly to the (laughs) the illuminati and george soros and jade helm and and all of that rather than we know trump owned uh, the the beauty pageant with trump we know what he said about his his infant daughter's breasts and legs we've seen the pictures of him holding ivanka there's a uh, epstein had ivanka's phone number they both had modeling agencies he walked you know trump walked in on you know i mean there are so many things that fit a pattern of criminal deviant behavior with trump and all these people in his orbit it, you have to you, the story starts to 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 form in your head and you have to ask is this possibly connected to this not by saying oh well he wore a sw- green sweater on wednesday so maybe he is also a lizard person you know no no big leaps it's like okay were you really introduced to your wife by jeffrey epstein in in if there is sex trafficking in other countries maybe the country where your current wife is from is involved let's look into that yeah it's it's not a conspiracy theory when you're asking questions when when there is this overwhelming um you know just trove of evidence you know too much of this is not explainable by normal behavior yeah i mean it might not all be evidence of it being connected but it is evidence that is similar in nature everything is kind of it's like god how is there so much of this surrounding one group of individuals it's insane i'm sorry i went off uh, uh but we got okay we got through that i'm audio. sorry too ken i'm sorry so um no it's all right it's all right it, it, it's but just, you know it, there's a lot tonight that's in my head and my yeah. brain and my heart and i ugh. yeah i mean you can't let it make you feel like you know you're 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 weaving conspiracy theories um you know uh because it's because uh, like when when people go after um you know rachel maddow and call her a conspiracy theorist no 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 
Alex Jones is talking about gay frogs and how Starbucks is trying to, you know, the soy boys, you know. <laughs> oh, soy, 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 soy. Somebody called me a soy boy the other day, and it's like, I can't eat soy, you dipshit. I eat veggie burgers every once in a while, but I don't drink soy lattes. I don't even drink regular coffee. I'm a diet oh, soda I man. I meant soy, soy sauce boy, because soy um, sauce is delicious. Oh, I'll eat soy sauce, but like soy milk, I don't, because it's uh, it's not really good for my diet. So um, I prefer, I don't like really uh, any milk, except I'll drink uh, cashew milk over my cereal is pretty good. Occasionally, a small glass of cashew milk if I have some Oreos or something, but you know that's just for Duncan. You know what I mean, Duncan. So anyway, Joe, what did you think of R. Kelly living in uh, Trump Tower? That was a mind blower to me. You still there, Joe? Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. sorry. Oh. There I go again. I'm uh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> I no, I was too surprised. Much. I, I didn't. I, I I didn't know that when yeah. I saw that in the chat. I said, "Wow!" <laughs> like uh, my reaction was like yours, like Ken's. Uh, you know, ooh. pervs of a feather. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, were you Bobber? gonna say something, Bob? I, I I'm just surprised that anyone who isn't an old white person, why they haven't moved out of. Trump Tower or yeah. any other Trump-owned property, I mean, in the last two years. Well, years. R. Kelly is a pedophile and... And he's a fake Christian, too. He he found a home there. I really, I do believe that. I, I'm not well, trying to be yeah, smart. That's, that, that's the only explanation, you know, that makes sense. Well, <laughs> I heard I heard somebody, you know, say, oh, well, of course, he, you know, he's a pedophile. He's a Democrat. And I and then I, I posted a, a, a comment and I said, okay, you're saying he's a Democrat, it, but he. I said no self-respecting Democrat would be caught dead living in Trump Tower. You know, so well, if he if he is a Democrat, he's a Dino because no Democrat is going to go to Trump Tower. And I'm sorry, Alberman, I think sold his place from Trump Tower in New York. Yeah, I don't know. Keith Olbermann did have a place in Trump Tower. Um, I don't know why anybody would ever want to move into one of those places, period. I mean, did have they not known that Trump is a, just a shitty sleazebag since the 80s? You know, at, at, at a certain... Well, he, he has been a shitty scumbag since the 80s, in my opinion. But, you know, Trump Tower did have a brand. There was a brand. Mm-hmm. Well, until the nineties, and yeah. so. Well, I don't. All right. I don't know what we got to go to break. Uh, so anyway, and I'm not also trying to denigrate Keith Olbermann. No, I, I, I'm not either. I'm just saying why. You know, I mean, I, I, I just thought Trump was a joke uh, since the eighties. I mean, it, it's kind of like, kind of like you know, trying to make a cartoon-friendly version of the man. I guess is a simple way to explain why I hated Trump. Yeah. It's like, I knew this guy didn't pull himself up at anything. He, he seemed like a scam artist. He seemed sleazy. He seemed creepy. You know, and everybody's like, oh, he's a self-made man. He has board games and he shows up in different wacky TV shows. Yeah, Fuck but just off. remember something. The movie Wall Street was a big hit in the 80s. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, yup. Yeah, that so Trump I guess capitalized on that ideology. He capitalized yep. on yuppieism, and I fucking hated yes. yuppies in the eighties, so yep. I hated Trump. So, okay. you know, Just so it out there. yeah, I don't like yuppies today. I know a few. I don't like them. Um, so, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, nothing wrong with being young, urban, and professional, but when you cling to it like it's some kind of weird, like, hmm? well. Yeah, hair gel. You're scummy. I used to wear hair gel. Okay, you're not scummy, but you're okay. My hair got really crazy for a while. There was some, <laughs> there was, you know, when it was shorter. When it's shorter, it won't do anything except if go insane. If it makes insane. you feel any better, I used to wear like huge ass um, the things that you had in your sh- the shoulder shoulder pads. I had huge ass shoulder pads. Nice. I did have a Don Johnson I, blazer or two when I was about fourteen. No, I looked like a yuppie. All right, let's get a break. Green News Report okay. is back, everybody. Uh, I think they were. Yeah, they, they, they've been back. Anyway, Brad and Desi coming up for your pleasure. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It's Thursday, July 11, 2019. The storm that could become the year's first hurricane to hit the U.S. appears to be bearing down on the Gulf Coast tonight. New Orleans braces for extreme rain and dangerous flooding. FEMA warns it's understaffed as hurricane season gets underway. Climate activist Tom Steyer jumps into crowded 2020 presidential race. Plus... Yes, might have gotten away with it too. It wasn't for these blasted kids. World's most powerful oil cartel is afraid of teen climate activists. You blasted kids, why didn't you mind your own business? All of those stories and more... Straight ahead from Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I mean, for Andrew Wheeler and Trump to say that they're leaders in protecting the environment, it's sort of like the cookie monster saying that he's a leader in vegetables. Cookie! It's like Saturday morning cartoons. This is your Green News Report. Ah. Bye-bye. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hope I'm uh, worrying for nothing, but I am very, very concerned about what we could be looking at in New Orleans over the next few days. Yes, as we go to air, the city of New Orleans is bracing for a second punch of extreme weather after a torrential deluge of six inches an hour triggered widespread flooding on Wednesday on top of ongoing inland flooding from this spring's Mississippi River floods. A hurricane watch has been issued for Louisiana as developing tropical storm Barry bears down on the Gulf Coast, forecast to deliver another foot of rain and as much as five feet of storm surge posing an unprecedented test to the city's levee system and that could overwhelm it. So if we add all of this up, we are looking at uh, the the flooding from the spring floods. We're looking at this huge deluge earlier in the week, three or four or five feet of storm surge and another 18 inches of rain that all could happen add up to some 20 feet of flooding, which is the height of 
of the existing levees right now, 20 feet, protecting New Orleans. Which is why New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell urged vigilance. It is still too soon to tell what the impact will be. But it is never too early to prepare. These are called compound flooding events that occur when storm surge from the ocean at the coast slams up against river flooding from inland areas, preventing water from draining anywhere, like in Hurricane Harvey. Now, I hate to say it, but at this point, kind of hope that hurricane blows to the west towards Texas. Sorry, Texas, but with what we're looking at in New Orleans, this could be very disturbing if it hits there. And climate scientists do project that we'll see more frequent compound flood events because of man-made climate change. And worse, FEMA staff are already stretched thin, scattered across the Midwest, dealing with the historic Mississippi River flooding and areas still recovering from last year's hurricane. Acting FEMA Director Peter Gaynor told a House committee hearing in late June that the disaster agency is significantly understaffed as hurricane season gets underway. They're probably short uh, a few thousand uh, employees. Oh, so this is going very, very well. Buckle up, New Orleans. In politics, billionaire Tom Steyer, former hedge fund manager turned climate and impeachment activist, has entered the crowded field for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination, calling for ending the influence of corporations in politics. If you give them the unlimited ability to participate in politics, it will skew everything because they only care about profits. You know, you look at climate change. That is people who are saying we'd rather make money than save the world. Speaking of saving the world, OPEC, the powerful Middle East oil cartel, is afraid that youth climate activists are succeeding at turning public opinion against the oil industry. Oh, poor OPEC. At a recent meeting, OPEC Secretary General complained that student climate protesters like Swedish teen Greta Thunberg are, quote, perhaps the greatest threat to our industry going forward. (laughs) He said colleagues are complaining that their children are asking them about the future because, quote, they see their peers on the street campaigning against this industry. That attitude shift has also reached the London Stock Exchange, which is changing how it labels energy companies. No longer will fossil fuels be called oil and gas producers. Now they'll be labeled non-renewable energy. The change is designed to differentiate heavily polluting energy companies from clean, renewable energy companies. Some analysts have complained that the change risks stigmatizing the fossil fuel industry among investors. Oh, that poor fossil fuel industry. I love that the most powerful industry in the world is terrified of being brought down by a little girl. Mm-hmm. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Blasted meddling kids. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. And of course, hanging above us are Nutmeg's handmade tissue ghosts. Nutmeg, show us how you make them. Oh, Nutmeg. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, I need to find more clips of Nutmeg. Uh, Nutmeg doesn't speak. She's just the, the kind of this feral child that Amy uh, Sedaris plays on At Home with Amy Sedaris. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, somebody called Megan Kelly Nutmeg uh, on Twitter today. So I was like, oh, Nutmeg. We can use Nutmeg clips from Amy Sedaris for Megan Kelly from now on. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I think that's a great name for a Nutmeg. Or <laughs> actually, somebody referred to her as John McCain's daughter <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, but a- anyway, welcome back to the program, uh, of course. Uh, Bobber der Braumeister. Uh, you, uh... Uh, how, how's your kegerator doing? Have you changed out some tanks? Um, we kicked the cider um, a while, uh, I don't know, maybe a week ago. Okay. So I so I put in uh, I put in some other beer that I had in there before the party, but it wasn't really quite right for the party, so I put it back in. Oh, I see. So uh, no, keep hiding the good stuff from me, from me, where you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really the. the uh, I put in my best beer for the party. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. I thought it was all the best. So should be like Trump and just be like, no, all my beer is the best beer. I only brew the best. I never have to fire my beer. So, <laughs> uh, you know, five minutes later, I'm dumping it out down the drain. <laughs> yeah. I never make my beer forcibly resign and then lie about that. Um, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, uh, and you know what everybody says about Scranton. Huh? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Masterful beatboxing by Dwight K. Schrute they there. Can't say that. They can't say that. Yes, they can. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, so happy Friday to you. And, uh. Last but certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Our girl Friday, are you ready to do a little bit of name calling for us uh, this evening? I am. I am. I'm most certainly ready. All right, here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits yeah yeah see, i'm sorry if I, if I screwed up and said did i say megan kelly instead of megan mccain that's what i meant to say nutmeg is a nickname for for megan mccain that i'd never heard until today so that's why i picked up the nutmeg drop need more nutmeg drop oh, it's still it's still kind of funny yeah megan kelly she's, megan mccain she is she is a peach oh yeah, she, if you ask me, she's just the she's, pits. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, she's the pit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Which I I know we'll we'll get to that clip, right? Uh yeah yeah we're we're gonna I we have to get to the Kamala Harris stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, 
Oh. All right, I'm going to make this quick. No biscuits tonight. No biscuits. So tonight we have Mr. Adam I just, Heber. I need to know Robert what you offer in the way of biscuits. We have no biscuits. <laughs> None. We have Mr. Adam Heber. We have Biscuit. Barbara DC. We have... Really? Go ahead, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> we have Barbara DC, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have Living on Long Island, we have Marnus. Hello, Joe. Hey, hey, um, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Scranton party. Um, like, is it buttermilk? We have Meow Goodness, we have Michelle, we have Presnit, um, we have myself, we have Sandy and Durwood, we have Scooter Cans, and we have Trojan Rabbit. Did I, I don't think I missed anybody. I think you got everybody. Okay, well, you got now you can all go eat the biscuits in the back room. Biscuit. <laughs> or, or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic no. biscuits? Maybe no. some rosemary. Just, I just need no. to know what kind of biscuits you offer at Kenny your Peck. establishment. He's a bad, there bad, are no biscuits. Bad man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So it is. Uh, Trojan Rabbit says it's my birthday is on Sunday. So oh. Trojan Rabbit, happy birthday! I haven't seen happy anybody birthday. else mention a birthday, so. Uh, if there is somebody else who has a birthday, let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a mention, or you can call in. Uh, let us know. But here you go. Trojan Rabbit! Oh, I'll, I'll make this a special birthday bonus for him. Just give me one second to uh, uh, find the clip. Uh, there we go. There we go. I, I'm customizing a, a, a birthday uh, boner for, uh, for Trojan Rabbit. Here we go. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Consult the Book of Armaments. Armaments, Chapter 2, verses 9 to 21. And St. Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, O Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And the Lord did grin, and the people did feast upon the lambs, and sloths, and carp, and anchovies, and orangutans, and breakfast cereals, and fruit bats, <laughs> and large... Bit, brother. And the Lord <laughs> spake, saying, First shalt thou take out the holy pin, then shalt thou count to three, no more, no less. Three shall be the number thou shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two, excepting that thou then proceed to three. Five is right out. Right out. Once the number three, being the third number, be reached, then lobbest thou thy holy hand grenade of Antioch towards thy foe. Foe. Who being not in my sight <laughs> shall, shall snuff, snuff it. it. <laughs> no, Amen. Amen. Right. One, two, five. Three, sir. Three. Ah. There you go. Thank you. 
Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! For being naughty in my sight, shall snuff it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that Bible babble. You know? Uh, I mean, just the, the constant, like... Uh, like overemphasis and repeating of just nonsense. It's like, okay, you said it once. Stop saying it in different ways. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> like thou shall not count to two unless it is followed directly by three. <laughs> um, uh, it's so it's it's brilliant stuff. So anyway, happy birthday, uh, Paul. Oh, he said thank you. He liked that. Yeah, one, two, five, sir. Three, sir. Yeah. Three. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so the phone number to call tonight, 330-536-1466. That's the number to call any night we have a show. Uh, still waiting. Uh, I, I, I've tried to impress on Kevin in D.C. how to listen to our show, and uh, he's only oh. available on email. And he's like, hey, I went to KennyPick.com, but I only found your old shows. I'm like, that's because we're live every Tuesday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. That's only Tuesday and Friday. So, um, but yeah, so I, I get it. You know, he thinks, it, you know, I, I'm assuming he thinks, oh, he's live at 7 o'clock every night. Because, you know, that's pretty much what it is. If somebody does a radio show, you think that they're Monday through Friday for the most part, right? So, yeah. Uh, so I get it. Or if it's like, you know, Adam Hebert has one day a week, Hal Sparks has one day a week, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, um, oh, look at that. I just put Adam Hebert and Hal Sparks in the same category as weekly show guys. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, mm. well, they, they share that in common. And, uh, or Tim Coromel. Look at that. Other great company be, to be involved in. So. Uh, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I uh, want to have another party. Yeah, me too. I know I have to wait until next year. But well, Bob, did you hear Bob go? <gasps> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just thought, you know, we should, I know where we should have a party. Ain't no party like a Scranton party because the Scranton uh, party don't stop. <laughs> I don't think, and I think I Joe, just heard Joe go. <gasps> <laughs> no, now you're cooking with gas. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, cooking with I, gas. I'm still. I'm I just still invited so everybody, everybody to go to Joe's, and I hope you all come back again next year. I just invited everybody to Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> no. My door is open. Uh, well, uh, I won't. Nobody go there unless Joe has an official invite. Calm down, people. But well, I do yeah. want to see that 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 car in your neighbor's uh, lawn. <laughs> so. You better get here. He's gonna sell it. He's oh no! It. <laughs> yes. What kind of car was it again? Was it a Camaro or a Mustang? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a it's a it's a Dodge Charger. Charger, oh. Charger. So that's right. New one? Huh? Want the new ones? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh. No. This is about thirty years old. Oh, okay. So back when it was a real muscle car. Yes. There yeah. you go. Only got, there's no more muscles. We got. It's well, sitting, yeah. <laughs> it's got rustles. It's got like rustles. Three hundred years. Yes. Uh, it's, it's got, got no floor. It's got animals it's, living in it. Uh, no Heather is on the line. Hi, Heather. Heather. Hi. Hey, Heather. Hey, what? hey, woman. 
Hey, Jeffrey Epstein is a mess. Oh, see, God. That's, that's well, a nice way of putting it. That's a kind word. You don't need to reserve kindness for him. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's a criminal who needs to go to jail forever. Uh, yeah, at least that. I he, say castrate oh him like God. the hog he is. <laughs> Give the job to Joni Ernst. She'll know how to do there it. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's a hell of a lot worse than I thought he was. She'll she'll just jump right in there and take his See, biscuits okay, right I off. I have to ask you: when you say he's a hell of a lot worse than you thought he was. I, I how long ago did you? How, how long ago did you learn about him? Saturday night. Okay. I knew he was bad, but I didn't know he was as bad as I thought. Now, I will also tell you what I know about his supposed plea deal. Uh huh. It was written at breakfast with somebody. Would that be Acosta? Yes. Okay. And somebody posted the document talking about his um, breakfast meeting. It was only like four or five sentences and said, well, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon and this, mm. that, and the other. And they acted like this crime was no big whoop. And that's that's not even cool. No, it's, it's not cool. Just, and it's not a big whoop. It's a huge. It's a. Pe it's you're screwed, sucker. You can't. <coughs> you don't do. And oh my God, Acosta should. Ugh. Yeah, it, it, he definitely I, needs. He needs to go to jail too. Unfortunately. I. I well, think I shouldn't say that. Why? I think he they need to do something with him as well. He does need to go to jail. Yeah. I mean, he's a lawyer. He did not follow the law. And I accidentally found out about his supposed breakfast meeting um, because there's an attorney I follow. I think his name is well, I Michael J. Stern. But, you know, okay. anyhow, I found out and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Well, I don't think I don't think something else. Yeah, I I don't think he could. I don't think uh, Acosta could go to jail. He could be disbarred and never work in law again. That's well, probably well, more unless likely. Unless we find out that he was complicit in covering up a crime. True, but I wouldn't hold my breath for something like that to happen. That's oh no, true. he's too rich. No, too rich and too white. Yeah. Oh no! Didn't you hear? He's a Latino man. Trump pointed that he's out Hispanic. today. He's Hispanic. Yeah, but he's just you know too rich. Man, he stuff. makes he makes Ted Cruz look. Uh, I, I don't say Ted Cruz because he's Latino either, but he makes Ted Cruz look like a handsome man. That that is one ugly dude. Isn't he like? I mean that fucking face. He looks like a fucking goblin, man. He's it not is. an attractive person. No. No. He's strange strange looking. Exactly. <laughs> but um. no, I'm I'm kinda with Heather on this. The fact that they had a breakfast meeting and it wasn't even in the jurisdiction where the crimes happened. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. There is a 
here's my conspiracy. There's a part of me that feels like maybe Mr. Acosta has been caught up into Jeffrey Epstein's web. I'm saying it now. A payoff? It could be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It could very well be. Where are the good men? Where are the good guys? I don't think that he would... If, if there wasn't something like super dirty about this Epstein thing and Acosta, I don't think there's any way he would have resigned. I think they probably came to him and said, all right, you know, so, like Mulvaney. Mulvaney, because at this, at this point, the name Teflon Don still works for Fat Donnie, unfortunately. But because he's he was wealthy enough to cover his tracks, somebody like Acosta wasn't wealthy enough to cover his tracks. So they probably said, "All right, is there anything else we might possibly find out?" You know, Mulvaney, because Mulvaney's chief of staff now. So Mulvaney's like, "All right, yeah. do you think maybe something else might possibly come out about this?" And I think Acosta was like, "Maybe." And, uh, or, oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I think, uh, uh, Mulvaney was like, all right, we'll say it was your decision. Get the fuck out. Yeah. You tell everybody everything's just peachy between you and me and the president and get your fucking bags packed and you're out in a week. And, and Heather and Ken. I think you're right about Mulvaney. I also feel like Mulvaney knows something about Acosta that um, Trump might know, but didn't want to tell Trump. Yeah. Because Mulvaney wants to save his job. Oh, yeah. Mulvaney wants that money. He Mulvaney, I think, is probably relatively clean as a politician. Mm-hmm. Um, because he hated Trump. I have audio of him trashing Trump from years they back. They all hated Trump. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, all was forgiven with Kellyanne Conway. All, you know, it's like all was forgiven with Mulvaney. But, I, you know, I think Conway and Mulvaney probably in, uh, are probably the only two people who kind of led a kind of clean life. Mm-hmm. And 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 they're they're pro. I mean, that's probably why Mulvaney's been able to move around, and uh, Conway has stayed put. I feel bad for George, her husband. Oh dear God! Yeah, he's out there. He's he's been out there today. Uh, I just I know that he may have had something to do with getting Kavanaugh on the court. And that's not forgiven. However, what I will say is he might, might, might really, in his heart of hearts, be a halfway decent guy. Because some of the stuff, or some of the times on Twitter, he has just been so pissed. Yeah, he's brutal. And frustrated, and I, I just, I get the, I get his feelings, and I just, you know, I just feel bad for him in that aspect because he shouldn't have to, you know, stay married to somebody that just runs around lying for. Months. I was, 
Can I ask you something, Heather? Do you have a partner? Yes. I could I, all right. If if okay, so you're you're a woman like I am. Mm-hmm. He's he's a male who's married to Kellyanne Conway. I could not imagine my partner being so brutal to my boss. Me neither. Where uh, I could come home at night and just act like everything is normal. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I think that's got to be, let's just say, I think that's got to be a weird relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, I don't get that relationship. I don't either because I, in when I've seen some of the things that he's said, it just seems like he's got some kind of kindness in his heart. And, you know, there's some, like I said, there's things he probably did that weren't exactly great, but he knows what. Oh, no. No, he was, he was Paula, he was Paula, what's her name's from the Clinton years Mm -hmm. attorney. He's well, okay, yeah. Paula Jones. So he's not completely Paula Jones. Perfect. Yeah, Paula Jones. So he's not completely perfect, but you know, maybe he's trying to make up for it. He's, he's not, not a liberal. He's not a Trump cultist, is what it is. No, he's not a Trump yeah, cultist, and he's not a liberal. Like about him, that's the only thing I like about him. He's not a Trump cultist. He's a I, federalist. He's yeah. a he is. That's right, Jim. He really is. Mm-hmm. I so. just could not imagine coming home every night. To Bob. To that. Fuck <laughs> did you tweet, babe? Yeah. Uh, well, well yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird dynamic. It is. It is. Oh, by the way, Susan is trying to turn me on to this new show called Eternatino on Comedy Central. In the main, the main character in it, in this episode she was showing me, uh, they like slept together, and then the guy woke up, and the next day he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna look through her stuff." Well, she's in the shower, and he goes over and he sees a bunch of hats, and he starts trying on these hats, and like there's like a, oh, I don't know, I forget what the first one was, but there's there's like a captain hat, you know, from a, a ship and everything, and then he's like, "Oh, baseball hat," and he tries it on, and he looks in the mirror, and it's a fucking MAGA hat, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> And then he looks, and then he starts looking around, and there's like a copy of the the Fountainhead sitting on the table, and then oh, no. you know there's like all the all these other Republican things like you know laying around, and then oh, no. then he falls to his knees, and he's like no, and then the the there's then there's a bird's eye view of him, and he's on this giant circular carpet with Reagan's face on it, and he looks down, oh, he's well. like. And he's like, oh, how did I miss that? <laughs> so uh, I, I need to finish watching the episode. But yeah, Alternatino on Comedy Central. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, it's pretty funny. So, uh, But yeah, and his friends like later at brunch or something. Dude, you can't date a Republican. <laughs> so pretty funny. No. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, well, Heather, we gotta let you go. We gotta go to the break. But thank you so much for calling, and uh, it's always right. a pleasure to hear from you. Talk to so. you soon. All right, Bye-bye, have Heather. a great weekend. Bye-bye, All right, bye bye. Okay. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> uh, that but was a uh, good conversation. That was that was so. Yeah, George Conway. I. I I don't. I don't, get I don't see how that's healthy, at all. At all. I mean, that's just nuts. That's like, that's like. 
there's nothing like that. There's nothing like it, I was waiting for you. I was actually hoping I'm, I'm for you thinking to come up that's, with something. Because I'm like, that's like, I'm like somebody I being a nothing. Pittsburgh Pirates fan living with an Indians fan. I'm like, no, I know people like that. That's fine. That works. It's a healthy rivalry. And then I'm like, it's like. Uh, yeah, but he's on he's on Twitter every day. Yeah, more her boss. Yeah, I mean about crazy stuff. I mean about the Epstein stuff and the Acosta stuff today. It's crazy. What, what, do, do you think that she goes home? And it's like, hi George, let's talk. I'm pretty uh, sure no. that doesn't happen. He's I like, think he stays what? down in I'm his man cave. In my man cave. I think he's in his man cave, you know, smoking a blunt and drinking some, <laughs> you know, some, uh, oh, probably some, uh, some, uh, Natty Bo. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can get that in DC, right? So <laughs> he's got his little mini fridge full of Natty Bo, you know, he's got his cigarellos. To me, that whole, that relationship is strange because, yeah. I, well, y'all, except for you, Joe, which we'll get to it. Y'all have met me. There's no way Bob and I'd be like, oh, that's great that you there just is, came out against my boss. There's very little that we, Susan and I, like, really disagree agree on. I mean, it's relatively even, minor stuff. See, but the thing is, is and I suspect this is the same with you and Sue's. Even when we do disagree we have a discussion yeah we don't put it out on twitter and event yeah and eventually sometimes we come to a compromise or one of us will come around to a different way of thinking about something yes. and you know yeah and i'm talking about tv shows and music i'm talking about tv shows and music you know go ahead what were you saying bobber i said or you just agree to disagree yeah, yeah. exactly so anyway, the, uh, the idea of putting it out on Twitter, your disagreements like yeah, that, it, it, it ain't right. And 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 the, the the strangest thing about this to me, to be really honest with you, is that George Conway, he's out there just slamming Twitter left and or Trump, yeah. left and right, and his wife never says anything, which she means he goes boo. home, and she's like, she's like, I fed the kids, they're in bed, good night. Yeah. It's anyway, weird. break time. We'll be right back with more Turn think, Up the Night. How do you think uh, Carvel and uh, and Matlin get along? I don't think she would have been a Trump cultist. They are not on Twitter. No. Did, didn't she pass they, away? No. No. I thought she died. No. 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 They're still alive. I think so. And they're not on Twitter, and, and Matlin didn't. Oh, maybe she did work for Bush. I don't know. She did. We have to go to yeah. the break. Yeah. Okay. So, good point, right. though, Joe. Yes, good point. But I, it's a different era, though. It's a different era where where you're in, you know, because again, like you said, uh, uh, you know, George isn't even a, a Democrat. So this is like hatred yeah. of one person versus dedication to one person. It's crazy. Anyway, break time. We'll be right back with uh, more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the- Up the Night with Kenny Pick. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
this is the most substantive, intelligent, thoughtful format in communication, in media, period. IndieMediaWeekly.com And now, on with the show. It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on Monday. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the, uh, what is it, the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick Broadcasting Live on this July 12th, 2019, here on Indie Media Weekly. Radio for Humans, and of course, joining me, as always, on the Friday program, well, it's the one and the only Bobber der Braumeister, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. And uh, your uh, lovely wife, Rain, from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program to you as well. Hola. Hola, que tal? And last but not least, uh, uh, in the Commonwealth, but up to Ohio, that is the great state, or Commonwealth, as I said, Pennsylvania, home of Quaker Quick Oats. Because <laughs> <laughs> Will- William Penn's on the box, folks. And um, and uh, is it a box if it's a cylinder? No, it's an oat cylinder. That's what it is. Um, and <laughs> Drum. It's a, it's a drum. drum. Well, it's a drum. There you go. It, but it is cylindrical. It is cylindrical. So and, drums. Yeah. And I used to actually turn those into little drums and march around the house yes. with them as a child. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So welcome back to you as well, Joe. Uh, looking forward to uh, are you you guys are uh, doing a new show this Sunday, right? For the Tim Cormel show? Sunday. 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 Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And yes. thank you for, for pr- providing the show art today because I, I basically sent Joe a mock-up of what I wanted done with that picture <laughs> of uh, Alex Acosta's family because I love that look on his dot one daughter's face, that little meh look. I was like, just put that face on everybody. <laughs> and it looks great. I get it that was hard. I, I had to refine that when I got home today. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I do like the addition of uh, Shelley Duvall uh, in the, <laughs> in the, uh, the what, what's the name of that hotel? Um, yeah, Overlook. Overlook, yeah, yeah from yeah, The Shining. Or that's the, the, that's the, uh, the blood, the blood elevator at the back. Yeah, that's very nice. It's 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 coming out, it's coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, I'll a slap a ladder. Slap some uh, uh, our our logo on that and MS Paint tonight, and there's our show image, folks. Um, so anyway, I, mean, uh, I could re- I could remove uh, Shelley Duvall if you'd like. No, you can keep her in there. That's fine. That's fine. So okay. uh, yeah, that's good. 
But anyway, I just want to say that both daughters don't look good. They don't look happy. They, you know, the wife doesn't look happy either. Well, they definitely don't after what Joe did to him. But yeah, in the original, <laughs> in the in the original, yeah, that is this true. is that is yeah. true. In the original, yeah, they, it just kind of looked very somber and creepy. And then Mike Pence is like, "I'm Mike Pence." Mike Pence is always somber and creepy. I'm behind so, you. Emphasis on creepy. Holy cow! There's no change. I'm behind. In fact, when I put her you. face on his face. I was amazed. Nothing happened. Just merged okay. right there. Just anyway, there's something really weird about hearing Joe say, "When I put her face on his face." Putting on my pants, pants. I didn't say anything other than face on face. I know you didn't, Joe. Okay. I know okay. you didn't. I'm listening. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Still sounding creepy. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. I have so much more audio we need to get to. Um, Kamala Harris was on the View today. And uh, I want to start with with this one, um, uh, unrelated to Acosta, uh, where she was talking about how, uh, and I guess there was more to this. I didn't see much of Nutmeg, Megan McCain, um, not saying a whole heck of a lot, uh, but uh, the the clips that Rain sent me, fortunately for me, Nutmeg didn't seem to have a whole lot to say. Um. I was hoping she'd say it is the only daughter at this table, uh, but you know, <laughs> we didn't get that. But nutmeg, nutmeg. She she does talk a little bit in this, but let's 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 set this up because we're going to work on a nutmeg jingle at some point. But let's find out about her homemade tissue ghosts real and quick. And of course, hanging above us are nutmeg's handmade tissue ghosts. Nutmeg, show us how you make them. Look at her go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Kamala Harris on the view of uh, Megan McCain jumps in a little bit here, but fortunately not too much. I have no intention of attacking Joe Biden, but I am going to point out our differences of opinion on a very critical moment in the history of the United States. 1954, the United States Supreme Court unanimously decided Brown v. Board of Education because there were segregationists in the history of our country, including the members of the United States Senate, who lived their career and their reputations on the basis of ensuring that the races would not be educated together. So the issue came up before the debate at many days, if not weeks, which was the comments made about those segregationists and our difference of opinion about who they were. And that they worked on an issue that directly impacted me, which is this issue of busing. So, listen, this is a presidential race. And I absolutely agree and believe and maintain that we should not have personal attacks against each other. We should not be attacking each other. But we're on a debate stage. A Biden but advisor but called on a you slick and stage. slippery. We're a Biden a, advisor just called well, that. Well, you know what? We're on a debate stage. And if you have not prepared... And you're not ready for somebody to point out a difference of opinion about the history of segregation in our country and what was necessary to deal with that, which at that time was busing, then you're probably not ready. A Biden advisor called you slick and slippery. No. I'm the only daughter. 
<laughs> but this is what a Biden's this is what a Biden advisor said about you. T- listen to me. You're out of your league, Meg Nut Nutmeg. <laughs> Meg Nut Nutmeg. You're out of your really? league. Yeah. <laughs> uh you are you are outclassed, outwitted, outsmarted, and just plain out, girl. So uh, Harris was on point. Yes, but I'm a daughter. To but me, I know about just I, I know about civil rights because yeah. my daddy couldn't lift me over his head. <laughs> and I'm a daughter. Yeah, you know Fucking what's hey. really funny? She didn't pull out any of those cards. That well, time. you know what? I, I should she literally uh, sat down and listened. You know what she sh- she could have brought up to maybe try and connect and say, you know, look, I understand this because, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is a sensitive issue. We had, you know, with, you know, in my family, we, we had issues with, you know, people coming after my father about my sister or something like that. You know, our family about my sister. You know, she could have tried to relate. No, she said you're a slippery little snaky eel. What, what to address that. <laughs> Tell me, they called you a nasty name and I want you to talk about that. Because I'm a daughter. Do it. Listen to me. I'm over here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala, you were never a daughter. I think she really did prove that she's really out of her league. And um, I think that Kamala Harris. I said this in, Kamala. Said this in our Com- chat. It's, it's Kamala. I know. Right I, just, and- I just said Kamala because I was being Megan McCain saying. Oh. I'm sorry. Did I say Kamala too? Yeah, yeah. I, I got everybody started on that because I said Kamala, Kamala. <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry about that, but it's all right. I said this in the production chat, and I want to say this right here, right now. This is where I'm gonna. This is this is a place where I'm gonna put a stake in the sand. We need to start vetting our candidates. Yeah. And Kamala made it really clear she's going to vet candidates everybody and we should do that we should well, be able to disagree oh with my god guys i'm getting stand. like shortwave in my headphones or some shit i just heard some have you, have you guys ever gotten that i've gotten some kind of, i just heard like some kind of shortwave or cb or something in my headphones oh no it won't come through on the broadcast it's just like sometimes Can headphones take the do that oil off your head was it in so, russian no it just sounded like something going, rawr, 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 rawr. So. oh not just the voices in my head. Don't worry. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. That was just weird. The point that I'm trying to make is that I really think it's important that what Kamala, Kamala said Kamala. was that this is a debate and we need to debate. <laughs> and this is something that I think back in the, you know, the 2016 race, it, it, we didn't get that. Mm-mm. It didn't happen. For, for a number of reasons that I won't go into right now. Yeah. But it, it, it really came down to either your Hillary or your or your um, Bernie. And if, if you had any criticism about either one of those candidates, all hell broke loose. Yeah. And so I'm really happy that she said to Megan... McNutmeg. 
<laughs> Make nutmeg. <laughs> that uh, that she said this is a debate, and if Megan you're McDaughter? not ready to handle these questions now, then maybe you're not ready. I like Joe Biden, but he should have been prepared. Yes, maybe it should be Megan Mick as a daughter. Uh, Megan Mick as the only daughter. Um, oh. I'm sorry, but no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Vetting needs to happen, and um, I did not know this about, about you know, yeah. So, anyway, um, next Bob? clip. Go, Bob. Do you have any? I yeah. Mean, I, <laughs> I, I kind of missed most of this. Uh, Meg- Sorry, I, I missed most of this Megan McCain stuff. No, it um, was just mostly Kamala talking about Joe Biden. I was just making fun of Megan McCain, like trying to butt in. Well, I mean, I, I agree with I agree with uh, Kamala Harris that he should have been prepared for that question. I mean, I think we talked about this before. Yeah, and he just mm-hmm. he stood there like, what? What? You you dare ask me about this? And yeah, I mean, and that's I, the thing. I love Joe. I mean, that uh, uh, Joe Biden. That's he just he was just lost. I, I, I just you sort of wonder how prepared is he going to be as, as president if he's that. Unprepared, you know, for an obvious question at a debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Theo says my old computer speakers started picking up an FM radio station signal, and we couldn't stop it. They went. Uh, yeah. They went to a tech store called Free Geek for someone else to deal with and maybe fix. It's that's the thing. It's not well. It, I don't think it's a problem with the speakers. I think it's a pro- well. May, actually, no. I guess it's not a problem with the speakers. It's just the way the speakers are built. I heard this a, a while ago in these headphones, but it used to happen all the time when I uh, when I was a kid and I lived in, in the house Dad lives in now. Is I, I used to listen to headphones in like old time radio at night, and there was a guy down the road who had a CB and used to mess around on it at night, and I could hear like one side of the CB conversation, and I, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And it got louder if you turned the volume down or whatever you were listening to. It was strange. Was was it Jeffrey so, Epstein? It was not. Oh, damn. So I was hoping for some. Uh, I don't think he lived in Ohio at any point, but I could be wrong. So, uh, let's get to the next uh, clip from uh, um, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, and let's uh, this. And now we're getting back to the the Epstein, uh, uh, the Alex Acosta uh, disaster uh, press conference he gave, and the the idea of him just you know giving you know making sure Epstein just got a slap on the wrist for his heinous crimes when any any other person who without without means not just wealth but connections yeah. uh, would would be in prison for life the thing that I found so troubling disheartening and really unbelievable was the way that Acosta has described the challenge he had because it's like saying it's really difficult to make an omelet well then it get out the kitchen if you don't know how to cook right if you don't know how to do your job you shouldn't be in the position don't take the fame and glory that comes with the position if you don't know how to do the work and the job and we're talking about children yeah Every you know, and, and, and here's the thing when I would also prosecute these cases. One of the things I would say is that, look, any of us who has raised a daughter or a girl, we know that when, and I'm just going to be explicit, 
when they hit puberty, they start to develop hips and breasts, right? And don't you dare say that because she starts to take on those physical attributes, she's any less of a child. Right. Right. Because what any of us who has raised a daughter knows, that when you sit down with that child, and you are speaking with her, or cuddling with her while you're watching television, or just raising her. She is a child. They're babies. They are Still. babies. And yeah. because you find her in your sick mind sexually attractive, mm -hmm. does not and should not allow you to get off for your behavior and get away with that behavior. Right. And so that's also part of the challenge with these cases, and that case in particular based on what I've read. Right. These are children. And try having to put those babies on the witness stand. And that's exactly right. But, and, and it is difficult, Very but it difficult. is done every day in courtrooms in America. Yeah. Every day in courtrooms in America, prosecutors are prosecuting these cases and getting convictions. I got mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. I personally got them. Yeah. So that's what I yeah. find so troubling about the narrative. And then don't tell me, well, it's a function of, of this is the era where people now believe that. No, that was right. Right. Well, it was, yeah. but they it was a lame oh, excuse for the fact that he let this guy go huh. with nothing but a simple, very light and didn't tell anybody. Right. Yeah. Didn't the tell the victims what and he had Which done. is re-victimizing them. You know, in so many states, we've actually passed Boom, legislation yeah. that, and for that very reason, mm -hmm. require that the victims be told. But Joe Biden also said you're a slippery snake. <laughs> Kamala, over here. I'm a daughter. Hello. <laughs> Moonmare likes my uh <laughs> like that she likes that impression. She hates little Jeff, but you know, she 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 likes that. That? Wow. <laughs> oh my god. You don't like little Jeff. He's so nice and little. Okay. He's not slippery like Kamala. Oh, yeah, I said yeah. it wrong. Yeah. So Kamala. Screw screw <sighs> Anyway, I, I've talked a lot tonight. So, Joe, Bob. I Well, I, I just want to say one of the most important things she brought up there was anyone who has is, is raised a, a, a girl. Or even if you've had a sister. I've had a sister. Rain, you have a little sister. I'm not sure where you I fall. I have two in, little sisters. Okay, there, and I, have I wasn't niece. sure if you were you were Nissa or uh, the the eldest. I wasn't positive. Um, yeah, but, I'm the older, but Nissa does act but, older than me. You know, even <laughs> even you know, and, and you know, you notice when your siblings start to change and start to look more like a woman or more like a man. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, you notice that. You notice that as you know, as an uncle. I notice my. It's like, you know, aren't you the little man? Or you know, you're turning yeah. into a young woman. You know, and it's and and it's like, you want to give them positive reinforcement on that and make them feel comfortable in the changes they're going through. You know, but when somebody starts to sexualize those changes, it is so fucking disturbing and yes. wrong, and mm -hmm. just wrong. So, Joe, yes. feel free to jump in there. You mean like Ivanka? Oh. Well, like yeah. well, like Trump said about one-year-old Tiffany. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, she definitely has your mother's legs. I don't know about her bazoombas yet, but we'll see. Making a motion as if, you know, there's... <sighs> he made a motion like, you know, 
honk honk you know kind of uh, thing crazy insane Trump sexualized his female children infant infant children he sexualized them fantasizing when they would reach puberty I mean you know me Bob and Joe and none of us are parents right no uh, unless somebody hasn't told me something. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, I, I, oh, I find it really disturbing <laughs> that any parent would sexualize their children. Period. Forget infants, Joe. I'm I'm just gonna say just children as a whole. Sexualizing your child at all. I can't see my, my, my brother in law doing that. There's a reason why laws were were made about this, you know, a, a general laws. And I know that there are like some, you know, back assword uh, states um, that have like, you know, well, you can marry my 13 year old if I give you permission. You know, you give me that new truck of yours and she's all yours, you know. There creepy are still nasty states shit in like America, that. I think where you can still marry a child who is 16 years old. I think 13, Rain. I, I swear to God, I think oh, there are some southern it. states where 13 is. Um, uh, I, I'm almost certain. Uh, I don't know if that's been done away with or not, but um, up until very recently, at least, I, I believe there are a couple southern states where 13 is uh you know i think alabama might be but one of them to me but, that just puts it out but there's a there reason why laws were made we're okay with marrying or having sex with children who were under the age of 18 jerry lee lewis yes yeah you know there, there was a post uh oddly enough on a, one of the beer uh you know, beer uh, groups on Facebook that I belong to. Uh, but it kind of pointed out how so much m- music, and a lot of it was in the, you know, in the 80s, but, you know, they're all based around teenagers, you know, Sweet 16. Yeah. She's only 17. Yep. Christine 16. Yeah. You know, just all, all these songs that are just. Um, well, what about Ted Nugent? He wrote the song about uh, a three-way with a thirteen-year-old. Jailbait. And this this goes back to what I was asking earlier in the show: How prevalent is this? Well, you know, I think I think some of it is prevalent in society. I mean, look at all these, uh, uh, you know, children pageants where they dress these little girls up yes. in in sequins and lipstick and and put their hair up. In honeydew things. <laughs> they, they look, no, that's really, a really good point. It, it's the same, and and parents do this to their their children. They put them on stages to do this. It's such uh, a good point. Joe. And how how about how about the the bags and advertisements at Aber- Abercrombie and Fitch in in the nineties uh, and early in the two yep. thousands? Oh my God! Sexualizing very very young women that company should right? have been shut down they were putting girls in well, see-through tops and topless and 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 not and, and young young girls i know i know that's what i'm saying it was like 12 year old yeah. girls and stuff like that they should have been right. shut down and people were flocking to them 
So uh, I had a coworker uh, when I used to work at the Gap uh, wanted to go into Abercrombie and Fitch, and I just went in. And I'm I, glad you guys brought I, this up. I went in and I messed up a bunch of stacks of their clothes and walked out. Um, <laughs> okay, the, 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 here's the answer to the question. Um, this is a shocker, actually. Uh, parental consent is needed in Alabama and Utah at the age of 14. In Nebraska, Jesus. in Nebraska and Oregon, the age is 17. The ages for males and females to marry differs in some states. Listen to this one. In New Hampshire, the ages at which you may get married with parental consent are 14 for males and 13 for females. New fucking Hampshire. Oh, my God. So I was right about Alabama. Utah, I should have figured because of the Mormons. Mm. Um... Living the principle. Anyway, uh, we're way over on this. Um, uh, I, I still want to play the last uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, this is her talking about personally prosecuting. Um, By the way, I am I am loving Kamala. I she okay. I I will say that this is. <sighs> I hate this. I hate to use a catchphrase or something like that, but she at this moment is kind of lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Because of her personal experience um, with this, and that's what this clip is about. This next clip of her on the View is she personally prosecuted sexual assault cases of minors, and she is unwavering. She is strong. She is a clean, solid candidate that I don't think we have anything to worry about. It, you know? And she's a mamala. Because, <laughs> you know, she's a uh, she's a stepmother, but her stepkids call her mamala instead of Kamala. So, I don't know if anybody saw that interview she with uh, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. So I, I knew about that. Yeah. Yay. So, it, it's adorable. So, uh, but anyway, um, here we go. Uh, Kamala Harris uh, on The View about her personal experience uh, prosecuting pervs. I personally prosecuted child sexual assault cases. Yes. And they are some of the most difficult cases to prosecute. There's no question. In fact, in many ways, they're even more difficult to prosecute than homicide cases. Why? Because you're asking a jury to believe a young person over an adult mm-hmm. on an, a, an incident that obviously because that adult is a predator so they choose their prey carefully and they choose the location of their predatory behavior carefully which means there are going to be no witnesses so when you so by the very nature of these cases they are going to be difficult because the predator selects his prey in a way that it will be about vulnerable children it will be about children who are afraid to tell someone it will be about children who may not otherwise have a strong support system behind them so that they run home and tell somebody right it's usually a long period of time and, and usually well, that's exactly right well. and and that's ex- and that's part of the nature of these cases mm-hmm. it's the nature of these cases and so any prosecutor worth their salt, yeah. especially one who, who understands the nature of these cases, which any prosecutor should if they're taking the case on, mm-hmm. knows that this is the exact kind of case yeah. that is typical of somebody who's preyed on children. And that case should go before a jury, and that person should go to prison for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, it's time. Ah, man. Hot damn. Yeah. 
and be castrated like a hog by Joni Ernst. Well, uh, that's the one thing that I think uh, Joni Ernst would be uh, good for in this world. Biscuit. Um, in a rodeo. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say this, too. What, what Kamala said there, I'm sorry, what President 46 just said there. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping the gun. Uh, what, uh, our fir- what our first potential female president uh, just said there what, dovetailed nicely. Well, actually, what we were talking about earlier, Joe and I were talking about, you know, the well, Joe kind of drove the point home about predators i kind of spoke about it in a looser sense with you know the motivations that i can only guess in this dark hidden deviant way of life uh that is uh, again you know was was largely for the super rich and powerful uh what she what she described there uh, is something that somebody with power and people who are working to conspire with him uh, and pay to do something, finding somebody, because I, I see people all the time who are like, oh, how could the parents possibly let these girls, and why would these girls ever want to do this? No, it is about being a master fucking manipulator. And when you have money and you have resources, you can find whatever you want. And whatever you want, if, if whatever you want is another human being, you'll figure it out. If you're that mm. deviant and evil, you will figure that shit out if you have the money and the resources. And Epstein and Trump and Dershowitz and all these other people. All these fucking in freaks. De- in Dershowitz's defense, though, he kept his underwear on. No, and she was a very, yeah, very, 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 very old Russian lady. That just makes it worse, man. Just for him to say that, it's just disgusting. <laughs> oh, I mean, you oh, know I he wears tidy whities too. I mean, I, 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 I see the stained tidy whities with holes oh. in them. You know that even the bleach won't get the those. Oh. oh yeah, he's got he's got like a hard mole on his butt that like rubbed its way through oh, that nice. sticks out. <laughs> oh. oh. All this right. is wrong on so many levels. So uh, many levels. But Kamala, <laughs> Kamala, great stuff, beautiful stuff from her there. But if we want to, if we want to be able to hear the Gorka stuff, we got to go to break now. So, because uh, Gorky Pig got prank called the other day, and it was hilarious. Oh, it was so good. Jim, before we go to, before we go to break, I'll give you thirty I just seconds. Make this. Oh, all right, I got thirty seconds. I just want to make this clear. The Jeff. Jeffrey Epstein's newest accuser, she, it wasn't her parents. Somebody procured her. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm Outside talking about resources. Was, yeah. So I just, I just want to make that clear. There's a way to get, how yeah. How the parents let this happen? This was a young girl who, she did this without her parents knowing what was going on. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you lure a child with money, with lots and lots of money. Yeah, it was $300 a shot. I'm serious. Somebody somebody flashed me $300 when I was 14, 15. I would have followed them wherever. Yes. So, so you, I, yeah. I just, I don't think this has anything to do. And I would have regretted it. I would have regretted it. With the parents. It. 
No, it, it pro- yeah. I mean, I'm just, I was pointing out the fallacy of what they're saying. Yeah, so I, I'm not yes. blaming parents at all. I'm blaming no, the people I'm, who I'm have the money, the money, I'm blaming the people with the money and the power and, you know, that are manipulating uh, these kids and, and, you know, and possibly so quite, if you watch the R. Kelly documentaries, manipulating the parents too. Yes. So, well, that, okay. That's a whole other story. Gotta go to break. So, um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll listen to a, lived in Trump Tower. Let's, let's clean this place up and listen to a, a nice song for the nice people and, and listen to The Heart by Bobber. So, uh, but here we go. Break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio 
every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice, and thank you, there ain't no party like Scranton party. Scranton, Pennsylvania, welcome back. Uh, all right, we got to kind of do lightning round all, on all this, so I'm just going to jump straight into the Sebastian Gorka. This is mostly just for the folks that at home listening to the show can just kind of laugh their asses off at... Uh, Poor, ugly snowflake, um, Sebastian, Gorky Pig is what I like to call him, Sebastian Gorka. He was at that fucking stupid, um, you know, new, the the new media right wing, basically the right wing con at the White House, uh, con in, in two different ways. Um, and uh, hey, that whole thing was lunatic, and oh, we it should was. maybe do a show about it. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that because I have a good clip from Trump for that uh, for next Tuesday. I won't have time for it tonight, but yeah. So Jimmy here's O'Keefe here's Porky, there. huh? Jeffrey O'Keefe was there. Oh, you not not Jeffrey O'Keefe. Um, um, or Jeff. Okay. No, no, no. It's O'Keefe. It's O'Keefe. It's just not Jeffrey James. Uh, James, yeah. James. Thank yeah. you. But anyway, Gorky Pig was was there, and somebody asked him about, "Oh, you don't like censorship in the in uh, um, you know social media, so why do you block thousands of people?" And this is his uh, snowflake answer, Mr. Gorka. If you believe in not blocking anybody, that everybody should have a I don't. fair chance, you block me. I don't. Block I block whoever I want to. Why? I block sixteen thousand people. Why? Because they're asshats. That's why. Am I an asshat? If you if I blocked you, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If I blocked you, yeah. Hello, I'm Sebastian Gorka. And if I don't like you, I'll block you because I'm a, a delicate little snowflake. Oh my god, I'm getting my Sebastian Gorka voice. I think I'm getting it, guys. 
I think I maybe think after are. this next clip, I might really be able to nail it. But here, Sebastian Gorka, <laughs> the delicate snowflake, uh, gets punked by a caller on his show. He's like, this part of the show is about you, the callers. I love you all. You're the best callers in the world. And then, then he gets all pissed because he gets punked like a little shit here. Oh, somebody blew something up outside. Surprise, the rednecks still have fireworks. Best part of the show is <laughs> Best you, part Jason. of the show. Idaho, line three. Hey, Mr. Gorka, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm excited. Love your love your voice on the radio. It's, the radio was meant for you, sir. That's very kind. You've got, you're, you're, you've got some pipes yourself. Oh, that's nice. Nothing compared to you, though. I feel like if you're having a debate with some liberal, you could just start talking and they'd start shaking in their boots. Yeah, they usually end up as little puddles oh, yeah. on the floor. But thanks for calling, Jason. Well, no, share, got 60 seconds to share your wisdom. Well, I, I, my favorite magazine just did a little uh, feature on you saying you were the top uh, journalist of this year, and I was really excited, and I wasn't sure if you were aware of that yet. No. What, what is this that you are talking of? Uh, it's called uh, Dipshit Magazine. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Ah, this is the definition of a coward. I love it how no, he's they not. lie. Um, I'll talk to Jason <laughs> offline. This is Sebastian Gorka. Oh, he's dropped off. What does that mean? He means you hung what up on him. What does that mean, Jason, that you dropped off? It means off? you hung up on him. Does it mean you're a little girl? What's wrong with really? What's wrong with that? Yeah, wow. You're a sad little cow. Really? Oh, does it mean you're female? I know little girl, uh, little girls that are way tougher than Gorky Pig. I know an entire team of girls who just won the fucking World Cup. And they could kick. Yeah. In the cup. Yes. Yes. And but you know, I mean, seriously, you know, oh, you little girl, look at you, little girl. Okay, Mister Fancy Voice, let's talk about your fancy voice. Um, you know, but if if you didn't hear, uh, one of us talked a little bit during the the thing. He said, "Oh, uh, yeah, you were the winner of Dipshit Magazine's Journalism Award." Um, and oh, you're a coward. You know why? We have to do that to get on right-wing shows? Because your screeners won't fucking let us on. Because so, he's a coward. He's a little girl. No, Sebastian, you're the coward because you tell people to ban the asshats and don't let them on the dipshits. Uh, well, no, no, he's the dipshit. The asshats, and I can block whoever I like to make my safe space all that much more safe and special because I'm a pretty little snowflake. Ah. <laughs> Fuck you, porky pig. <laughs> Fuck you. Go back to your fucking country. Girly, man. Girly, man. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, I you do know, crying Sebastian I do Gorka. New impression. Because I, I listen to Stephanie Miller. I listen to Randy Rose. I listen to some left-wing... They, ch- they encourage to. right-wingers to call. Yes, they do. They do. Always. You know, I mean, uh, I think even... Um, I've heard shows, I don't remember whose show, maybe it was Hartman's show, but I, I don't know. But I've heard, you know, right-wingers go st- to the front of the line, you know? I can tell you from personal experience, having worked for Hartman, yes, yeah. right-wingers go straight to the Okay, front. so it was Hartman, thank you, because, uh, yeah, I, f- I forgot. Yeah, that's right, you were his call screener. Yes. 
So, uh, but don't you dare call my show and lie to me. How dare you? It's Bring not right, right to the front. It's not fair. And they, they always fail. Call me a dipshit. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> 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 I need to go Always dye my, need, my tears are washing the Grecian formula out of my beard. I need to go you know, re-dye you know, it. Ken, <laughs> I, 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 think you, I think you should call his show and tell him you, that he's, you're you. You're. Hello, Come Sebastian. On. This is you Ken, from the future. Show. Uh, I'll and call the show and say, this is you, Sebastian Gorka from the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ken. Oh, Call yeah. His show. Call it would his work. Show. We could gaslight him. Uh, yeah, oh, I'll, quote, I'll quote back and be like, I know that that was Sebastian Gorka from the future. I have met him. Yeah. He sang karaoke <laughs> at my party. I did. I sang Mustang Sally five times. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mustang Sally. So. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we got to do Mad Libs. Uh, if you're lucky, I'll I'll read the finished Mad Libs as crying Sebastian Gorka if you want. So, uh, or maybe I'll do one as Megan McCain. I found my thrill on blueberry. Thrill on blueberry borscht. <laughs> I found my show. <laughs> All right. All right. What I'm going to indulge Joe here. Um, I'm going to, I need to indulge Joe on this one real quick. Okay. I found my <laughs> Nice Casio. Found the you. Found the you. I love that. That whatever. It's it's not even like a specific brass instrument that they're playing on the Cassia. It's like. What what is it? Is it a trumpet or a saxophone or? Drummer so bad. I don't think it's a real drummer. So you know, yeah, maybe it's one of those. Uh, oh, the the, the if nobody's ever seen that video, he did like a piano solo at, at one point in it where he just kind of picked notes out with one finger. Oh, it's so funny. Sorry, Putin, and and oh my god, and seriously, and fucking Goldie Hawn and um, Kurt Russell were there, and they were like, oh, he's so great, and they stood up and they clapped. So I got a real problem with those two. Um, at least they didn't move there like Steven Seagal, but. Anyway, shit, we're running super long. Mad libs, everybody. We might only have time for one. Let's see. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. Oh, God bless Mad libs. All right. Uh, let's start uh, backwards alphabetical. Rain, an occupation, please. Oh, prostitution. <laughs> The oldest occupation. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, okay, and um, Joe, I need a letter of the alphabet. Z. Ah, Z. And Bobber, an article of clothing. 
are the uh, tidy whities <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, went right for the right for the ball. You know, I had a comic book. I I got in a disagreement with one of my uh, former comic book uh, creators. I wanted to come a couple of the character called Sir Tidy of Whitey. And he'd be from the. He was a knight from the Isle of Wight, but he wore his underwear on the outside of his armor. And he's like, "No, that's stupid. I hate it." And I'm like, "Come on, we're doing a comedy comic book." Anyway, I thought Sir Tidy of Whitey was pretty great. Uh, but anyway, um, rain, plural noun. Um, bulls. Hmm. To keep in your tidy whities, bulls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> To keep them firm. Firm. And fresh. And hygienic. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Uh, Joe. Uh, shaping. An advert. Yeah, well, you use some um, some medicated gold bond for that. Yeah. Larry King gold approves. Gold bond tapper. Larry King. All right, this is Larry King. Medicated gold bond. Keep you from chafing. <laughs> keep keep you nuts dry. Keep scraping on my knees. It'll keep your balls dry. <laughs> Around the ground. Uh, Toledo, you're on the air. Uh, Joe, an, ad- an adjective. An adjective. No, oh, I'm sorry, adverb, adverb. Sorry. An ad. You, well, you did say adjective. I, okay. I, I fucked up. Um, tediously. All right. Uh, um, Bobber, uh, uh, the name of a conservative. Pedophile. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. The yeah, first that rim shot of the them. Wall. Okay. Specific pedophile. Okay. Uh, Trumpy. All right. You want Trumpy or Donald Trump? Uh, well, let's go with Trump. No, no, no. Trump. Trumpy is good. I, I read it in context. Uh, that's actually very funny. Um, so, alright, here we go. Um, rain, another plural noun. Another plural noun, oh my god. It's just two of Um, one thing. Jesus, I'm still laughing at... (laughs) Okay. Um, another plural noun. Yeah. Just give me, give me a few moments, give me a few moments. A thing that is... today. A thing that is more than one. Really? Really? Another plural noun. I'm going to go with... <clears throat> Ahems? Pedophiles. Pedophiles. Okay. Um, Joe, on the name of another conservative. I can't say pedophiles. Um... <laughs> Uh, Sebastian Gorka. Okay. Yes, <laughs> Gorka. Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> don't you dare, you asshat, or I'll block you on social media. Prove me wrong. I will ban you so hard on social media, <laughs> you won't even see it coming. I still think I'm a, a Nazi. You will not see that coming. Uh, so. Nazi? Nazi? Did you say Nazi? No! You're an asset. I'm blocking you too. Nazi? I'm blocking you so fast, so much. Blocking you the most. 
going to re-dye my beard because you're making me cry all night. Um, all right, uh, Bobber, plural noun. Plural noun. Um, subpoenas. Subpoenas. Penis is one. That's not plural. Oh, well, you know, don't just don't even don't even stop. 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 All right. We got to get it. I mean, you know, it's already been in here once. You know, living in Long Island's in the chat room. So you mean there's penis inside this. Peens. Peni. Yeah, something like that. All right. Let me read these things. All right. This is interview with a TV hunk. I think maybe I'll do this in the voice of uh, Megan McCain. Nutmeg here. Interviewer. Getting right to it. How does it feel like being TV's leading hunk? Hunk. Strange. I really don't notice it. Off screen, I'm really a rancid person. And slippery. Uh, Interviewer. uh, When did you decide you wanted to be a prostitution? (laughs) A prostitute. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, I put prostitute. When did you decide you wanted to be a prostitute? Hunk. I was in school, in a school production of Hamlet, and I received a smelling ovation. That did it. <laughs> Interviewer. Were you a bitter student in school? Hunk. I was a Z student. Good good choice on Z. Joe. <laughs> Interviewer. That's bad. I understand you were a gelatinous reader. Care to prosecute your favorites? Hunk. <laughs> Dickens, A Tale of Two Penises. Yeah. Don't say penis in this house! And, uh, and Dumas, The Man in the Iron Tidy Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> Interviewer. How would, li- how would you like your balls to remember you? <laughs> Hunk. As a danceable actor and a sensible person. <laughs> okay. Okay, now, now this one, this one, sad Sebastian (laughs) Gorka will read this Mad Lib to you. This is entitled, My Favorite Guru. If you have unsavory problems that keep you from leading a soft life, you can generally solve them by hard meditation. It has changed my life tediously. Every week, my friends and I visit the crusty guru, Mahatma Trumpy. Oh, dear. Say, say, didn't I tell you that would work? (laughs) (laughs) We sit in... (laughs) Mahatma Trumpy. We sit in a circle with our vaginas crossed. We close our pedophiles and make our subpoenas blank. Oh. Oh. We begin the, to chant Nam Yo Ho Sebastian Gorka <laughs> over and over. By doing this, we become one with nature and discover the true coriander. Okay. What? Yeah, I, I know. If it is possible, if it is impossible for you to visit a guru, you can chart alone. All you have to do is find a quiet nose and meditate and fuck until you achieve peace of puke. There you go. Oh. Mm. And well, then, you, then I'll block you on all social media. Fun. I will block you. 
I will block you. You must understand. I will dub you on Asat and I will block you and you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. The only thing that blocks me is cheese. Yeah, really. Oh, oh. my God. Talk about the phlegm I'm getting from dairy these days, too. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hurt your voice. <sighs> no, the phlegm will lubricate <laughs> my, my throat and it's fine. I'll be fine. Don't you worry about me, Mr. Santosa. <laughs> I'm blocking you as soon as this show is done I'm blocking you on all social media so hard so fast block me hard you'll never know Please. you'll never know what hit Please. you you'll, you'll not see it coming <laughs> I did not see that coming I don't see that coming at all you're a coward how dare you prank call me you little girl <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, eh? I just want to say to everybody out there still listening, what we are witnessing is is literally how Sebastian Gorka is going to ha- act when he's finally arrested. Oh my god! You, you, you did not you see that. Don't don't shoot now! <laughs> no, the handcuffs hurt. No, no, I don't want going to cop. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to go on the cart. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, there is a little bit of that in that voice. That the the guy who goes on the cart. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Thanks for uh, going a little bit late, guys. But we'll, we'll do uh, real quick uh, parting shots. So uh, let's go reverse alphabetical tonight. Uh, Rain, what is your parting shot? I don't have one. Well, it's been a crazy day, so just just give everybody a little bit of assurance about how crazy of a day it's been, and that maybe you know some positive, some encouragement. Uh, okay, I I kind of feel like Jeffrey Epstein is going to go to jail, and um, I I just want to say to everybody out there who has been a victim of sex assaults, brace yourselves, because. This shit's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. I know that's not really happy, but... No, no, but no, that that it's... Uh, no, it, but it, it's, it's grounded reality, and I appreciate that. So, all right, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Well, we, we are doing a new show on Sunday. And uh, I, oh, I, I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of the show art for Sunday, and then you could guess what the clown car is about. Oh, okay. All right. So okay, we'll see that in the comes. chat room pop up here. This will okay. be exciting. Here it comes. There, there it goes. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm assuming, uh, well, uh, 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 Fat Donnie is going to um, do some manual labor on your show? We're going to give you tips on how to uh, keep the floor clean. We'll see. <laughs> you can do some, uh, you know, some, some raking. Maybe get a shop vac out there. In well, the you know, we we have some some people from Finland coming in to help out. Oh, good, good. Yes. The Finnish, they yes. sure love their raking. Yes, they they, they don't have <laughs> wildfires. They practically live in the woods. They have top rate rakers. They do. It's it's a wooded country. Yeah. It's it's like Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, Penn's woods. Uh, and yes. I see uh, I see people raking in Pennsylvania all the time. Uh, the woods, of course. <laughs> it's we rake constantly. I know. I mean, uh, the constant Joe's constantly IMing me. I'm raking again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I say, don't bother me, Ken. I'm I'm raking. Uh, I'm, ra- I'm raking. Go away, raking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raking. Yeah. I'm raking. That's what I be doing. I be raking to the west. I be raking. I be raking to the left. I be raking to the right. Nice. I be raking with the woman that I love the best. I be raking. Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. Bobber. You got any raking plans this weekend, Bobber? Or any words of encouragement? Come on. Keep your forest clean, Bobber. Yeah. Oh, we lost Bobber. That's a whole different story. Back it up, Bobber. You got Skyped out on it. Say it again. Oh, I said, <laughs> I don't know if I should. Do it. I said, I, said, I don't have a forest except for my tidy whiteies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear God. I hear if you cut down the shrubs, the tree looks taller. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll use an electric trimmer. You gotta be careful. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh. Don't cut the cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tape that to your belly before you start. So, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's what happened. All right, Bobber. Uh, seriously, anything else you want to, you want to say before we head uh, out? Throw this into the discussion. I mean, most of this discussion happened before I came on, but uh, I think one thing that, that you know, the motivation of these uh, child rapists that may get uh, crushed under the rug a little bit, or maybe it's not mentioned in polite discussion. It's, it's, it's perhaps they these these men like their children young and innocent because they just they're they're lousy in bed and they don't have much going on there. Yeah, and so somebody that's not going to criticize them or, or 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 realize you know that they're getting the short end of the stick. So to speak. So to speak. So they can't tape it to their belly then. Um, So, (laughs) sorry. But anyway, I I thought I'd throw that out because it didn't really come up, no pun intended. And um, I I, I thought it's it's something that's worth, you know, I think it's a point that that I think is getting, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I did mention, you know, sexual immaturity. And, you know, so even if, uh, you know, you know, I mean, because there are probably guys, you know, plenty of guys out there who aren't like, you know, Ron Jeremy running around who are just perfectly happy with, you know, uh, being with women the same age or or being with older women. I I, got to say, I've always kind of been a fan ever since I was a child of older women. You know, it's it's even silly that I kind of even it. It, it sounds silly. Susan's a year older than me, and I always kind of talk about it because it kind of is a little bit of a turn on for me. <laughs> you know, it's silly, but uh, you know that that's where my heart is always. You know, my my sex heart has always lied. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that I, I I I I'm attracted to older women. You know, I was since I was a young guy, and you know, yeah, Susan and me are essentially the same age, but you know, when I was younger. I, you know, 
I was always attracted to women that you know that were the same age or you know not not like 30 years old or anything like that you know I I want to be able to relate to somebody on um historical and perspective level you know but you know that, that that's always been something that's been you know kind of a thing for me I guess I I'd like to talk about this in in future shows because I think what Bob just said hit on something that's really important I literally I read I can't remember where it was on Twitter but somebody said on Twitter that Trump acts like an incel yeah and it, it kind of blew me away and um, what Bob just said I think is kind of important oh I, so, I concur I concur I'd like to talk about this on a future show because we have a problem here in America. We have mm-hmm. a real big problem with um, men and women and how a lot of men react with women when they yeah. can't get the sex that they want when they want it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And seriously, Adam, uh, oh, he's like, Kenny, I really look up to you. Please don't ruin it for me. Why am I ruining it? I'm just saying. Like I said, my first two crushes when I was a, a little boy were Nichelle Nichols and Yvonne, Yvonne Craig uh, uh, from from Batman and, and Star Trek. You know, so I always... I like the idea of older women who are in control and are powerful. Linda Carter, Wonder it Woman. It doesn't necessarily have to be older women. It just, to me, Kenny, and I'm not trying to put this Mature on women. You. Intelligent women, you know. I mean, you know, strong women. Women who know what's going on. Yeah, strong women. So, so yeah, older or mature, it's strong women. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, I always was, and you know, even when I was dating in high school and stuff like that, and I know we got to go. I I would find it hard to relate to the girls I went to high school with because it was like, eh, okay, you want to talk about that then? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Well, well, that was yeah, fun. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> I think it would be great if we had a conversation about strong yeah. women. Because Jeffrey Epstein wasn't going after girls because, you know, he found they had, it was a stimulating conversation. No, they weren't strong women. It was, they were women who... It was, they were prey. They were young girls, they were children who had... See, again... A conversation yeah. we need to have, and I, All right. I really would like to have this conversation. All right, let's keep it under fifteen minutes over tonight. So uh, everybody, have a great <laughs> weekend. We will see you on Tuesday with lots more. Check out Mike Check Radio on uh, Saturday or Sunday. I'm sorry, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, and uh, yeah, lots more fun stuff coming your way. See you later. Bye bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get late. I'm gonna be late on Monday.